Yo, welcome to the D&D, the Drink and Drown podcast. I am one of two hosts, Tim and Nicholas, a.k.a. Mr. Terrible, a.k.a. TNT. And it's your boy, Evron Williams, a.k.a. Big Easy. You don't know what's going on. And this is the Unapologetic Podcast with good intentions. Make sure to hit us up on our socials, which will be located below. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. It's me again. And everyone's probably quiet a bit, but he's here. He's here. Say hi, everyone. Present, please. Uh, so how was your week? How was your week? This week wasn't too bad. You know, it was basically on the lines of uneventful again. But, but you know, give thanks you have life. I, I didn't really do much. Um, Went to see um Madam yesterday, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's about it for the week. How about you? Oh, uh, yeah. This week, I thought I was going to die. Um, what? Yeah. From not COVID, but just the migraine. Because I've only had... Uh, up until Tuesday of last week, mm. I've only had three migraines. And one was in like um, fifth form when I had to do like 60 and stuff. I, this is exactly Ooh. what happened. I was in class and the teacher was saying some stuff and she's like, y'all should know these things. Blah, blah, blah. You need to cover the syllabus because this will be coming on the CXC exams. Mm-hmm. You know, examinations for, you know, the Caribbean on a whole. Yeah. Just cool. Anyways, right? So I'm there, and in my head, I'm just like, man, I really should have known these things, you know? I haven't really been paying up much, like much attention to what's going on. So I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going I'm to put in the work. I'm going to listen to what she's saying, revise, do everything so I can be at top of my game. Because six is in like a couple months, so mm-hmm. I don't have time to waste. So I said, bet. So I'm paying attention in class, and I'm just like, oh, how's that? So I said, Whatever. And I kept listening, and I kept reading, I kept studying, and I'm like, hmm, I feel weird. So now I'm, I'm getting people's attention, like, yo, I'm too tomorrow. I'm just like, I don't know, I just have this weird pain in my head. You have a headache? Nah, it's not a headache. I had one of those mm-hmm. before, right? And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm there, and I'm just like, no, it, like, I'm feeling it right in my temple. She's like, that's when like a migraine, a migraine? It's like, yeah, a mi-. I was like, I don't, I don't get those, I don't think so. And then they did watch me in amazement, like you've never had a migraine. I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't think this is a migraine. And I'm feeling pain like you somebody slamming a nail into my head, right? And I'm there and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. And I said, yo, take some Advil. I'm like, I don't, I don't take pills for nothing. I probably just need to sleep this off. Antigua and, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the first time I got a migraine. The second time. Well, the other two times were um because I was trying to cook and I made the food extra salty. And uh, yeah. Just give yourself a stroke. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was surprised. I was surprised. So on mm. Thursday, I mean Tuesday, Tuesday I got the migraine and it happened in the afternoon when I got home. And it was killing me and I took um Tidenol. And I thought that was it. And then Wednesday afternoon it came back worse. I was like, shit. So I said, you know, I don't want to take no more pills. I'm going to sleep it off. And then I woke up the next morning on the Thursday with the migraine. I just mean, yo, what the hell? You just keep getting worse. Right? I pay rent now. I'm here to stay. (laughs) Right? I'm just like, damn, who invited this guy? Right? (laughs) So I'm there and I'm going to work. And I work in a very noisy environment. So it's like there's light flashing right before my eyes i'm focusing on things right before my eyes there's grinding noise 
noises still falling oh, through yeah, yeah. all day for 10 hours Everything right to, to, yeah trigger that and i'm just there every minute i'm just like god and there's nobody to see my pain because in my workspace is just me so i'm over there just trying not to waste the day because clearly there's two waste days on my belt i'm not trying to make it a third <laughs> and yeah and the friday i got the day off and it killed me until i had some food some nice hot food turns out that migraine was just hungry i just needed to eat i wasn't eating because i only eat breakfast and i only eat lunch and when i come home from work i just wash my skin and relax and go to sleep i go to sleep at 10 30 every night and i wake up at five in the morning don't waste no time this i'm not gonna be in bed at 501 i'm already out because as soon as the alarm go off i'm jumping out of bed i'm in the shower that's how it oh, is so it just, it just boop 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 mm-hmm. nah you powerful boy because <laughs> i know if i stay in the bed and be like nah duh, i'm gonna stay there i contemplate way too much for that <laughs> <laughs> migraines I, I don't i don't usually get migraines i just usually have like headaches and those usually come when i don't drink water if i don't drink water for like maybe a couple hours like headache but it's not like a throbbing you know pounding or nothing it's just like my head feels sore type of thing i don't know with migraines are just like because i know like nikki gets migraines too right and i'm like i don't know where these migraines be coming from like that's why i know migraines are always caused by something but what is that something i feel like nobody knows because when you go doctor they're just like oh yeah they always give you suggestions but they never know for sure so it's like oh yeah yeah maybe this is the you know try eating whatever whatever and then i'll take these pills for painkillers but then you know it's just a matter of time until you realize that you know these painkillers just killing the pain but you're still having the migraine so we don't solve the problem mm. but you didn't you didn't get it back since since you kind of up your eating game nah okay well i guess it's safe to assume that that was that's what it was bro i almost paid a hundred dollars to go to a walking clinic for them to tell me to eat some food because when i called them they was like Oh, I don't think you should come in because, like, uh, you have a headache. That's one of the symptoms of, like, COVID-19. Oh, COVID. And I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then I had some food. I was just like, whoa, look how I almost just stole $100 for food. I could have spent that on food. Anyways, can't even, can't even see nothing. I could have probably witnessed, like, you know what? Besides that migraine, you have something going on. And I'm like, what is that? I don't know. It could have been, like... I can't, mm, not gonna call out myself. Uh, big ass eyes. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, life is good. I'm alive. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, that's good. That's all good. How's your parents, man? Um, actually, to be honest, I don't know. My thing is, if I don't hear any bad news, I can assume all is well. That's a, that's mm. it. That's it. I haven't talked yeah. to my man a bit though. I mean, that's one way. Yeah. Yeah, because I know Auntie get kind of bugging right now with like the curfews and stuff. I don't know. I like talking to um family and friends and people from back home if I don't have nothing to update them with. So if my life said the same from the last time mm. you talked to me, I have nothing to tell you. It's the same. I follow a routine. Oh, so you only so when you call? Yeah. So when I call, it's more of a oh, hey, you know, what's going on? I catch up, see what they, what's been up with them, what they want, if I can help out anyway. And then I let them know what's going on. And after I already share what's going on with my life and I know what's going on with their life, they would just jump into some spontaneous talking and conversation and laugh and tell jokes about whatever, right? But I don't want to just have one of those moments yeah, yeah. where you're just like, 
dilly dally and he's just like well so how's life oh you know just in the kitchen oh yeah nice no well nothing happened to me and then you know they have those weird pausing moments where you're just fishing for things to say until you find one i want it to be more smooth you know so that's me <laughs> see for me my parents love chat so it's it's not it's never necessary i can go quiet for like maybe a good maybe 10 minutes of a call and I, I tell you, somebody, the person on the other end of the line is going to be chatting. Especially if that person's daddy. Daddy will just start telling some story and then say, boom, 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 boom. Next thing, all are gone. I mean, it's not a thing. And this man's still going. He just, you know, but they're just happy to talk to me. Check. So on the, like in that sense, that's why I be on the phone with them like every day or every other day. Just because just we're just so always in each other's face. That now we're away. It's just like, damn, I kind of miss your face. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like one of them. Just like, the, I can't be physically there, but. You know, I can bl- I can grace you with conversation. So we can do that. Yeah, I see, I see, I see. Once they're doing good, cause well, your parents are real chill. Like my parents are some real nice people. Oh, yeah, they chill, man. But yeah, I was listening to this podcast um on Wednesday by like Extra Gravy. You guys, pretty sick. Um okay. and yeah, yeah, Gravy Gang, and they were talking about uh religion and stuff. And I had this pastor came in and he was telling them about things and. I was listening oh, to them. A yeah. guest? Yeah, he was like a guest. Oh, and cause I think he, he owns like a radio station. Mm. And they were wondering like, if you're, a, you know, like a minister or a pastor or whatever in the church, how can you play such secular music and stuff like that? So he's like, um, separate. He knows that this is his job, but he still, you know, everybody knows what he's about. And he still, any chance he gets, try to, you know, spread the word. But mm. that's his job. And he's not gonna be out here saying, yeah, yeah, play some music about sucking dicks and fucking. Nah, he's not running them kind yeah, of tunes. Yeah. So it's it's more of a this is the vibe, this is the the, the art and the craft and stuff like that. Ooh, oh, sorry okay. about that, guys. So all good, man. So he look he looks at it like from the creative aspect. Like he's not really focusing on, you know, trying to highlight the vulgarness or whatever, whatever. He's just saying, yo, I'm a pastor, but I'm still human. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot of people don't realize like that these people are literally just people at the end of the day, you know, like uh, people like like a pastor. You know, if I was to go and do something and a pastor did the same thing, they could look at the pastor crazy and me normal. For what reason? The same inclinations I have are the same ones he have. The same willpower I have is the same willpower he have. So nice. if I can fall, he can definitely fall, too. Right. So I don't know why we always putting these people on the pedestal just because they have a responsibility, you know, because we need to accept that, yo, as much responsibility you have, this person is still a human being at the end of the day. Bro. And I think once we start thinking like that, that's when we can be more accepting of other people. And we don't have this whole clash of religion and people being hypocrites and da 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 you know, all the rah-rah talk that that's still going on, you check? Bro, like, if you're checking out, everybody thinks Jesus was perfect and yes he was a perfect human being but this man still had bare antics right this man was a little disrespectful to people at times this man lost his temper like this man was an average joe he just didn't sin i think i was telling somebody this story the other day that like god god really out of pocket sometimes because i remember his old lady came the whole community get invited to this wedding mm-hmm. and you know, everybody like, you know, vibing up and drinking and getting drunk. And the king was like, oh my goodness. Guess what, guys? Y'all drunk off all the booze at the bar, right? We don't have no money about like, ah, oh. Amir was just like, yo, my son have this sick party trick, right? You don't even want to know. So she go pull up to her son and say, hey, Jesus, 
hey um you want to do your mother a favor and he's just like what's up ma and he and his goons then you know because you know he always rock with his disciples all 12 yeah. of them deep right so all them just chilling on the curb just laughing eating bread drinking wine you know eating fish she's like um i don't want to really disturb with you and your friends but can you like um can you get us some more booze and he's just like woman oh, i know you see me chilling don't disturb me it's not yet my time right so in my head i'm saying yo jesus out of pocket because if i told my moms yo don't disturb me right now it's yeah, not yet my time up a Bro, mango tree. i'm getting hands okay <laughs> Proper arson. <laughs> I can't this bro. If Jesus' mother, if Jesus' mother was Caribbean, he would get his ass beat, right? And then he would have been like, "Yo, forgive me, Father." <laughs> <laughs> you know, clearly I've done something wrong. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so now nah, Jesus was a little bit disrespectful. You remember that one time, man was selling um some goose and some pheasants and sheep and so in church, and Jesus was like, oh, in the temple. What is a marketplace? And the boys are flipping tables over with beer money, scattering right. the money and stuff. And he didn't even stop there. The boy was losing his shit. The man chip out now. And the boy oh, gonna grab a whip and start beating man. Bro, Jesus was a G. Okay? Bro, the G. And literally all that just to show he was human. Literally. Bro, you see, even the story of David, bro. David was a man that God said, yo. This man, this man real. This is a genuine, like, this is one of my genuine kids. Like, I know I can trust in this man. This man is just a living, you know, his heart is pure, all them things, right? Mm. And that's literally how the Bible portrays um King David until the point where he gets to, um when he see he was out on his veranda and the boy looked down from his kingdom and saw Bathsheba uh, bathing. And when the boy see Bathsheba bathe, the boy said, talk. She Sexy. looked real good, no. Phew. And the boy up there, like, damn. You know, the boy stand up there and contemplate, and he looked and he lost it. He lost it and lost it and lost it until the boy say, you know what? I know my girl, yo, her husband, he gone out to war, right? So me go do me a good on day. I'm gonna just patient and look a visit. And two twos, the boy go on day, make a look a visit and breed off the girl, right? Check. Find out the girl pregnant, and it was like, damn, I slipped, I messed up. And before the man was like, you know what? Let me just confess my sins. The boy said, Ta, no, this, this, this fuck up too real. So the man had to literally go and was like, all right, let's, let's devise this plan. And we call him back her husband and be like, Hey, you know, you're doing so good out there. Well, I decided to give you and just you, not anybody else, not all the other brothers fighting, but just you some time off. So you can, you know, go home, you know, turn it up with your wife, you know, get it on, you know, I think you deserve it, you know? And then my boy was like, okay, I appreciate the gesture, King, but like all my brothers are fully out there. I can't just come back home and just deal, you know, just go back and just fit back into life and all my, my, my brethren out there, like losing their lives and everything. I can't do that. He don't sit well with him. So it turns out Uriah never went and dealt with his wife. He didn't, I don't know if he went and visited her, but the man never, the plan didn't work in a nutshell. Check so when, now she David went, when, when she was supposed to like you know lie down and and take on David's plan. No, Uriah was there like, man, I just train more, man, train more. So you be punching up the clip. <laughs> she's like, just mode. stick it in, just stick it. In. She's like, nah, I just need to train. Nah, my, my boy's out there, I can't. She's like, stop boxing me up, dog. He's like, yo, this is all on my mind. <laughs> like literally, just being human in 
everybody was literally just being human. And Uriah did not sleep with his wife, so David's plan failed again, right? The cover-up plan failed. So he's like, all right, well, this is going to be problematic. So the man said, you know what, Uriah? All right, you go back out. And the man sent orders for Uriah to be on the front line, just so that the chances of him not coming back home are very high. And lo and behold, his plan finally worked. And my boy went, and my boy put him in the front line, Uriah dead. And the boy said, all right, well, since you're out of the picture, let me go scoop up my, my new thing, Bathsheba, and the boy wife that. Right? <laughs> he wife that. And literally, people look at that and focus. Mind you, know, the Bible talks greatness about David, you no? Know, right? But people who read everything and focus on his one mess up and have the worst to say about David. Why? Why? Isn't... Mm-hmm. Bro, it literally shows that as God spoke greatness about David before and after him, he messed up, right? Literally, it showed like, yo, regardless of how this man acted, the things he did, this man kept it pure. This man knew his roots. He knew like with he knew how to bring it back home and to atone. And you know, his heart was you know pure. And people look at that and just like, yo, I don't care about all the good stuff. He did this thing, so David is trash now. And we always focus on that negativity and I don't see the need for it. You could tell me now, David, for, you see all the greatness David do and you could throw it out the window because he did one thing. bro. And that one thing just literally showed, literally the, the, the message behind that whole story is no matter who you are, no matter what you do, you are capable of doing great things and I'm not going to hold the wrong you do against you. Check, we to, all you, coherently started out flawed. You born in sin. Yeah. And we're going to stay flawed. It's our willingness to, you know, be pure is what is, that's, that's our ticket into heaven. You know? Bro, because I was also telling somebody the other day, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I really think God is out here sexy. God love the ugly, no? Because if God was a handsome, rich prince, right? Sexy to the bone. Nobody would listen to him. Because he's too privileged. So the yeah, man had right? to grow up in the gutters. Yeah, learn the struggle, not too pretty. The man probably maga at 33 before he died. Check. The boss, the boy born in our donkey bowl now. Bro, his parents and them couldn't afford a decent hotel to go stay in when they went to what it was Jerusalem or something for the Passover. Nah. What was it Christmas? What are you talking about? When he born or yeah, no, just when he born. Like I'm just saying like how poor oh, yeah. he, he was. Right? Oh yeah, they went, yeah. And yeah, had to be born in a freaking stable. The fact that all the low-end um, hotels and stuff and, and Airbnb inns. spots and inns <laughs> were like full is all the poor people them snag all them. So they couldn't even afford a high-end one. So you know what she did? She had to go to a stable, a barn to have Jesus. Wow, so you ever smell poor. goat piss? You ever smell goat piss? Man, rank. Bro, <laughs> you telling me, our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that we put so high on the pedestal because he deserves to be there, was born in that type of situation, right? That don't show, like, how down to earth the boat. Literally, me and you, we born in a hospital with the luxuries of, you know, whatever, whatever. Look at Jesus. This man came from below us. Hey, Mary, strong boy. You check? <laughs> I never talked about that. Like, the whole yeah. Mary and Joseph story. Bro, I mean, how Joseph th- even put up with that? It's like, that's the thing. Me have a love she boy because she used to drag me around with this man. Pe- who, who, who named God? Hmm? Like, <laughs> you know how strong for you faith, ha- your faith has to be grounded for you to just 
accept that because Jay. I don't think I could. Even as much sense I could possibly try making out of it, I don't think I could go with it. Bro, imagine this. The Virgin Mary. And you're like, oh, girl, you're a virgin? Ah, I like you, right? And then, like, a couple weeks later, she's like, yo, I haven't I haven't bleed on this bloody rag yet, no. And she's like, you sure? Like, yeah, look at it. It's clean. I washed it out, like, I don't know, a couple months ago, and it's still clean. And you're like, weird. Hmm. Um... Let's go see one of them um, witch doctors or physicians. It's like, nah, nah. For some reason, I feel like I'm pregnant. And he's like, okay, let me tell you something, right? Impossible. And she's like, no, no. I had in a dream this one time. This angel told me I would have the son of God. And he's just like, okay, all right, all right. I hear you. And then, bam, nine months later, the man gave birth to a kid. And he, in a whole moment, had to be like, she cheated on me, boss. She she cheating on me. Like must be. Must be. Even when the angels came and talked to him and said, Hey yo, um, don't lose your shit. That's actually God's um, you know, kid. Bro, I feel like that's where a bunch of um other fictional stories came from. Like the Bible. I feel like the Bible was like the OG book that every fictional character came from. Oh, like their like creativity spun from the Bible. It had to. Because <laughs> now there's a God coming on having a child with a mortal. That's Zeus and them backstory. Yeah, that, that's all. They had man coming back from the dead, zombies, immortality. They had man with fire. Look, they had fire chariots. They had people walking on water, demons and legions. Yeah. Bro, the Bible's mad creative, dog. I feel like it, it's literally the father of like creativity. It is about everything, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, but literally, we're literally just human at the end of the day, and people just need to stop looking at each other higher than, like, as as a higher being. We are on the same level, bro. And stop judging. Why are we so judgy? <laughs> why, why are we so judgy? For what reason? What do we get out of being judgy at the end of the day? You know? Like, if we ain't there to uplift, to help, to support, you know, all them stuff, like, what's the point? And you're pointing out other people's flaws. For what? What were your flaws? Bro, I know my flaw. I think my flaw is my creativity, though. Like, creativity for me. Like, not creativity, I said. Is that creativity? Yeah, that's what you said. Okay, sorry, guys. Wow, my brain's doing things. Curiosity. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, curiosity for me is, like, the father of sin. That's I believe curiosity is the father of sin. Because it, it took, or her name, Eve. Eve had to be curious enough to see a talking snake and say, all right, let's do it say. Right? I feel like it's really curious this Check. is what brought us to where we are today. You know, I never look at it that way, but yeah, that's definitely it. Like it has I feel to be like, like temptation. The, the whole te- idea of temptation, temptation is curiosity. Yeah, it has to be. And like growing up as a kid, like I feel like the reason why I even have this curious side of me is because of how my, my parents raised me. Because like growing up as a kid, I never really like, okay, my dad was really a good role model for, like, how a, a father should be and mm-hmm. what, what a Christian, you know, should be in, in my eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I look back at, like, my childhood and stuff, my dad was always, like, um, reading his dictionary and reading one or his two Bibles because they come in different versions or something, right? Mm-hmm. And he would always into the news. And when he's not making my mom's laugh and stuff like that, he just, you know, outside. Oh, like, when he's not making my mom laugh or he's, you know, not working, He'll be outside in nature, just, you know, just vibing, just enjoying. Relaxing, cool out, yeah, yeah. It's just cooling out, right? Get some breeze, yeah, yeah, you know. And then as a curious kid growing up, he made me do some dumb shit. Like, any dumb shit I wanted, once it wasn't going to, like, you know, 
kill me or something like yeah yeah he'll always give me the heads up about what the risk are and the consequences and then he'll enforce those consequences exactly. especially if he said don't do it and i said no, i'm doing it. he'll let me do it and then when i don't do it he's like all right come for your legs <laughs> right <laughs> so he always allowed me to do some shit and then fail and then, you know yeah so that Once reinforced we- the lesson you experienced that first nobody has to tell you again you know you know because you know you experienced it you know like Ain't nobody's opinion is going to alter what you know at this point because you just fully seen it with your own eyes. It's like, Check. That's so like, the way to raise the kids. <laughs> bro, it's sick, right? Because I'm looking back and I'm like, yo, this man was really about it, right? But you didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention until like I look back at it, right? So he was always there open for like all my questions and answers and, you know, so it was always like anything that popped into my brain, any question, any random word that pops up, he always had the answer right away, right? And then, mm-hmm. Like, if he didn't have the answer, he would tell me, yo, hold on. And then he'll go and do his research, mm. and then he'll come back and tell me. And if he did his research and he come back, he don't know, he said, yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. That's a good question, right? And then sometimes, so, like, I hear him ask other people, like, hey, listen, 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 this because Tim asked me this question, but I didn't have an answer. Mm. And then they would tell him an answer, but he wouldn't come back and tell me. Hey, you have to make sure the answer that makes sense yeah. before you divert to you, yeah. right? So I'm just like, bro, so this mom was always like keeping ahead of me, like reading up and doing all these things. So when I had a question or answer, he could mm. answer them. It's mm. like, so I just rated. So he made me realize that like a bunch of things, like no one ever has all the answers. And I should always ask if I don't know or if I need to yeah. understand, you know? Mm. And he always let me know that, yo, you can't fully believe anything anybody say unless you do your own research. You yeah, know? yeah. And then, um, what other sudden so that he, like, that I really get from me? It's, it's, what can I say? It? He, he told me that I have to be open mind and always listen and don't be quick yeah. to judge and so. Yeah. Because that's why I really pick up on so now as, as, as my dad grew up, like, he's a listener. Yeah, yeah, everything that you he, have to say. You're not quick to ignorance because yeah. you, you're not gonna jump on like no. You go and hear exactly what you have to say, break it down, so, and he gonna make sure he understand what you're saying before mm-hmm. he even move off from that point. Jack. Jack. So it's like, so as, as growing up like that, it made me as a kid a little rough to to kind of raise <laughs> because if it makes sense to me, I'm not doing it. You have to bring some logic. You have to set your rules. You have to bring some facts. And those are the only thing that could really get me to do anything. Yeah, Jack? So I would always mm. I would always be like using the Bible against them to get what I want. So mm. I'd be all like, yo, God gave me the freedom of choice and you want to take that from me? Mm. What makes you better than God? Right? <laughs> or, you know, I'd have been all like, yo, where in the Bible did God say that? Because the Bible is your fundamental. So show me. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, that's it's, enough it's, to get a box now. That's <laughs> enough to catch a box now. <laughs> but because of how your dad is, he, he because that's how he kind of you know put it to you same way, in like the same fundamental way. Like you know, if you don't know, you have to research so he can mm-hmm. come with an answer with mm-hmm. support. Yeah, check. So because maybe in that moment he never had the support for whatever you push, the man can't go against his own you know his own right, strategy. So, so when I read the Bible, I'm always looking for a loophole so I can go through life. Right, so I'm reading, and they tell me stories. I grew up in church hearing the stories, and I'm just like, Bro, if God can do that, why can't I? He was perfect, I'm just trying to be perfect. So, when God disrespects his mother, you know what gives me the inclination to want to but never do it? 
the Bible. Because yeah. <laughs> I know even if I disrespect him, like, oh yeah, that's God. You're not God. Bam, blows. You know, yeah. there's only so much I can do, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's how we always would. But then they would always hit you with them lines like, oh yeah, you know, I brought you into this world. Or, you know, um, on your peer. They, they would like use the Bible too. And then they'll be like, on your appearance and spin out the rod. And this is my house, my rules. And I'm just like, well, those make sense, logically. You, you know, like what's one of the things I backed that up to? <laughs> I think you had used it the other night where you were talking about. I mean, in the, in the context it was being used, um, as far as the story went, it was give Caesar what's his Caesar's type of thing. You said it the other night. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give Caesar what's his. Me and everyone had this big argument about tides because I was... I'm not getting into it again, but ba- nah. the gist of the story is I was telling him I was going to give my time as tithe instead of my 10% of my income. He's just like, bro, um, you can't do it. And I was just like, all right. I heard everything he had to say and everything. He heard everything I had to say and we came to like a, a whole conclusion. But yeah, go ahead. Which yeah, that could be beef amongst us. But <laughs> yeah, like it's basically saying what does Caesar give to Caesar, right? And it's not necessarily just saying, hey, confide in you know do what caesar tell you for do just because he said to do it he's saying that in the sense of hey there's a caesar house this is caesar country you live in caesar country if this is the rules of the land this is what you need to follow in addition to my rules if my rules and his rules clashing then definitely you go have to you know so if if caesar telling you to go and murder innocent people and you fully know that's against the fundamental laws you be, you believe in then cut that out that that ain't to go right but if caesar say that Curfew starts at six o'clock and end at six o'clock. That's what the rule is. So that's what you need to follow, you check. So in the sense where you were disrespecting your parents in that way, I feel like a good counter argument, if your parents were to pull it, was to be like, nah, my house, my rules, and this is what Caesar's uh God said, you know? And pull that line to bring it into context. Because that's I feel like that's like one of those texts that they use to justify that kind of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. No, it man. makes sense though, because you know I have trouble with the state. True. And, and when you're a kid, the state of your house, you know, do your parents' house. You live around for them the state. So you can't yeah, spread so the gospel. You, you know? Exactly, man. Right. So I always look back at it and just like, yo, my parents really did a alright job in raising me. Right. And and how I turn on in my and the reason for my curiosity. I feel like that's where it stemmed from. And when I look back at it, like all the licks that I got, dog, I remember every single punishment and blows that I got. And I can't hear. A good conscience of lie to anybody and say I don't deserve none of them because everyone <laughs> I deserved. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right? I knew what I was doing and I did it anyways. Bro, I would weigh out the cons. Do I come out the house when they tell me not to and stay out until 12 when I know I'm supposed to be back at 8? Hmm, or... What am I going to do? I'm going to have fun <laughs> and then I'm going to get licks. Or I could stay inside and be bored. And then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I could take licks today. So yeah. then I break the rules. <laughs> I go up the road, stay until 12, because I know tomorrow I'm not coming out the house. So enjoy yourself to the fullest. Yeah. And then come back and get your blows and your punishment. Like, and yeah, you know, like you know, who, you know who, them blows not going to bother me now, because I enjoyed you myself. Check, that's I'm already tired. I don't need to go back outside tomorrow. You check, you're <laughs> price. So it's, it's literally, you have to give up. You give and take. You know? It's a give and take, dog. You give so, up some ass for technical blow. <laughs> So yeah, whenever whenever I got yeah. blows, I deserve them. Yeah, you know? I don't think I ever got. Actually, no, I never got lick like blows out of a, a situation where at least my parents didn't think I was supposed to get blow. If I ever got blow when I wasn't supposed to, is because they perceived the situation wrong and acted too quick before 
they really got the full scope. You check, but it was never like a they come home angry one day and we just do something that's not wrong, but it annoyed them, and then they just spaz for me. You know, it's literally I went and I took crayons and I drew on the wall, <laughs> fully knowing walls are not to be drawn upon, <laughs> fully knowing that our parents have to walk by this wall. Oh, I fully got knowing that when they walk past this wall, they gonna bang me. No, me never went on. It was literally because there's literally do's and don'ts. You don't freaking write on the wall oh. because you have to paint the wall. To, like that's money. See, my parents let me do them kind of shit in my bedroom. Mm. So if I drew on the wall of paint, they're like, "What you do that for? You why? Why?" Mm. I was like, "I don't know. I can't. It's my walls. You, you go buy paint, no?" <laughs> and then she just like, "Bro, I have writing and stuff on my bathroom door and bedroom back home." Yeah, that I look back, I'm just like, "Oh, this gross. Who the hell did?" This? I was like, "It's me." Ooh, are you? <laughs> I did not painting it over. So I'm just like, my mistakes nope. is haunting me. Yep. <laughs> I grew like, up now. That's memories too. It's like, I grew up now having friends come over and they seen him nastiness on the wall. And they're like, yo, what's that? And in my head, I'm just like, I only have $3 to bust money. You know, I can't buy paint. <laughs> nah. Hey, emergency money. Like, you check emergency money. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but there's a bunch of times too where I thought I was going to get like blows and stuff. But then they're just like, yo, just... Let me talk to you real quick. And they, they mm. talk to me. And in my head, I'm just like, man, I still, sometimes I think that the blows are going to come after the talk, but it's just the talk. Yeah. And they just yeah. genuinely just like, bro, I don't understand. Listen here. And they say, they're going to talk to me. And then it's the talks that really hurt. No. Because you realize mm. they're like, the blows in them not working. How can I reach this kid? It's like, <laughs> you stressed them so much. They had to put away the anger that you, 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 you created. <laughs> I agree. Like that's that's that takes more. It's like if they reacted in anger, that's a given. Like they just doing, they just being human. You check. But if they had to put it over here and then come back later and reassess and think, come on, let's have a word. You know, they had to put it to you that way, and you talking to them, and you fully know how much it pissed them off originally. You know, you really messed up. You <laughs> check. So as a kid, I never want to like disappoint my parents because I couldn't afford people to be all like. Mm. Then they can't manage their household, boy. Look at them. Yeah, just yeah, raise yeah. them bad kid. I'm, I, I didn't want to buy the thing that my parents feel because they really did put in a wreck. They you know? did what they had to, yeah. So I just had to I had to behave and, and mm-hmm. live to uh, an extent where I could still enjoy myself and cause trouble, but not too but, much trouble that was out the bounds of, oh my goodness, stuff in them feel. Yeah, them reflect feel. back on them. Yeah, and then... I feel because we live in Antigua, it's just so small. Everybody it's knows. So small. Everybody knows. If they don't know of you, they know somebody who know of you. So literally, if let's say your name was to come up anywhere and you bring it up, somebody in that circle gonna know you and has something to say. You check, oh. and the story get end up just dating. But and, and one person get here, somebody's get here. Next thing you know, your parents, your parents are just failures. Bro, I be minding my business. And until you're just walking on the street, me and my friends, my friends be cussing, I be laughing. And I hear, ah, you're Teddy, son. And I'm there now. I'm confused. Cause I'm like, yo, who this up? <laughs> and how they know my father, right? And I'm there just looking yes. at this person like, have I ever seen them oh, in my life before? You. And they looking at my face in, in a crowd of faces and say, mm, that's a Teddy, son. Or, you know, remember me? Blah, 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 blah. No. If I was five, I do not remember you. If I was 10, I no, who you? don't remind. I don't remember you. If you've been to my church, my house, my village, and you've seen me once, 
I don't know you. I don't I don't know you. <laughs> but the fact that they can look at your face and then say, mm, you look like a Nicholas or you look like a Williams or a Lewis or something. I don't know how they do it. You check. <laughs> Instantly, bro. And it's like, it's like they know you on a deeper level than you even expect to. It's like they pull up on you like, oh, and then I ask you what people are like, I'm like, bro. Oh, this don't make no sense and that's why i feel like i definitely can't do nothing in antigua period like the day but like carnival for example i want to carnival and jump up on this time but i can't do that because <laughs> exactly what you said is gonna happen so i'm every picnic daddy and our virtual son daddy you check and everybody just have somebody to connect me so i'm just like you know what i'm staying home so yeah i i be wanting to go to things like carnival and do all that stuff and like you know, just because I, not that I want this to be my lifestyle. It's like, you know, you just want to try something, but you know, it's not in accordance with what you're, you're, you're believing, whatever, but you want to try it out. You know, I can't here in Canada, I can go to maybe Caribana and try that out in peace. And that just be my experience, right? It stays right there. It's, mm. it's something in my book. But if I was to go to Carnival in Antigua, that me going to Carnival going to be in other people's book too. <laughs> Like literally eager being in the person that maybe was doing prayer meeting with my dad that they saw me when we were going on Market Street. And I mean, that's not brother William's son. You I know, let me tell you I, what I don't understand. It's like, I could say, well, I never had an inclination to really want to go and celebrate Don Carnival now. But you know, this year, I feel in the vibe. Ahsoka, that 2020, that 2015 Private Ryan really hitting in 2021. <laughs> Right, and I decide, yeah, I'm gonna show up and show out. Yes, and right. then I see somebody, oh, Tim, man, why are you doing carnival? Don't, don't, Tim, what are you doing at carnival? Yes, hmm? right. <laughs> I don't want to go church next week. And you say, mm, can't believe you had a picnic down the tongue. What are you do down the tongue? That's exactly the one I do too. That's the thing. It's like they use that like ammunition. I'm like, bro, why do you even care? <laughs> yeah, mind your business. <laughs> Me, like, can't live your life. That's why when people be home and they want to just get away. I get it. I totally get this. But like, it's either you you get away or you get comfortable living in the way you're living, where you're like kind of living, not just for yourself, but you're living for other people in that sense, because just the, how society is. Or you just live and you don't care. And I don't want to be the one that lives and don't care because I care. I definitely care about the, the image that I'm setting for my parents because I know they set me up and did everything that they did out of love you know make me be who i am and it'll be like just you know even though it's my life i don't want to just be the worst representation of them because they don't deserve that they really don't you check but like people make it so hard because like i just want to live my life but like why are you watching me right so it's frustrating that that's that's the yeah so we either have the option to like not care or you know and just do what we want or care and just live like more reserved you check see so that parents do make the world a safer place now because like I think about like all the people who only have like a mother or some people only have a father in their life. Not yeah. saying that their parents died or something, they're just not in their life. Yeah, like whatever should, the case is. Right? Yeah. And some of them turn out bad and some of them turn out decent. Most the majority of them turn out good, right? Parents are really some of the things that keep certain kids in check now. Because if I didn't have a dad, I probably would have been like, yo, a minister society. Yep. If I didn't have a mom, I'd have probably been a tough youth. 
and a menace Cold. to society. Yeah, just like right now, emotional. Yeah, right now yeah. I'm a decent kid, but my brain be going off because if I ever was in a place where I had power over somebody, mm-hmm. I am going to abuse it, and for sure I'm gonna be a criminal. <laughs> if I was a police, I'd have been a corrupt cop. If I had superpowers, I'd have been the first supervillain. That's just what it is. Or you would have been a superhero. Like, what's no. that show? Like, The, the Boys. No, no. I'm going to be a supervillain. Because <laughs> I'm going to be the first person to rob the banks then. Before anybody's like, what just happened? I don't know. I think somebody has superpowers. Right? I want to be the first person to use his powers. And then let everybody's like, oh, shit. So we can show off our powers. Because after I finish commit two crimes and I'm rich, I could stop. Because first off, it's, it's like I'm catching them by surprise. Oh my goodness. A good guy or stick with the, the crime? If I'll be a good guy. No, no. So, I, yeah, I will be a good guy afterwards. So, I'll be the first to jump on the scene and commit a crime, right? And everybody going to be so shocked and surprised. And they're going to be like, oh my goodness. Mm. So, they didn't see coming. So, at that point, I'm already rich, right? Then my second attempt is to see how good they are at trying to catch me. They're going to fail because, you know, this done already. And if I see how close they are, I'll be like, hmm, okay. By the next time, they're going to catch me. And maybe somebody else with powers out there saying, ooh, I want to be the one to catch him. Mm. <laughs> so I'm never going to give him that chance. So I'm going to commit two decent crimes. I got a beer bank. And then I'm going to stop. And then when he come on the scene I'm saying, I'm a new superhero. Blah, blah I must say, no, you're not. Talk. You're the criminal. And I'm here to stop you. I just turned the ties for no reason. Like I could have just stayed silent. No, I could have just stayed silent. But when he pull up on the scene, I'm like, yo, this guy, all of a sudden, the only person in the world with superpowers talking about he's the hero and trying to stop the bad guy, please. <laughs> and I'm gonna put him away. Yeah, I can't have powers, dog. I'm abuse it. I guess it's my nature. I'm a bad guy by nature. Haha. <laughs> You're something. I don't know what it is because uh, y'all remember. Remember the story Timon told last week? Was it last week when he was driving to work? Oh, the only power that Timon had in that situation is that he was a car ahead of the person behind of him. That's all the pony <laughs> Timon needed to try and mess up the man whole morning going to work. That's literally all the power Timon needed. Just one car space ahead. <laughs> you can't give Timon nothing in this life. Nothing in this world. But I'm a nice guy, guys. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Like, seriously, I'm a nice guy. Just don't give me power. Bro, if I turn into a billionaire and I realize yeah. I can't put a dent in my money. Anytime I to my report, I'm gonna plug you out. That's it. <laughs> bro, just let me let me tap into some money. Cause if I'm start making <laughs> Jeff Bezos or, or Bill Gates money and I realize, bro, I'm spending beer bank and it's not yeah. even dent in my account. I am a super villain. I am the Batman and Tony Starks of villainy. That's what it is. You can do whatever you want. Bro, I'ma set up a bunch of dummy hench like what do you call it? I don't want to call it henchmen. They're going to be my henchmen. But like, I want them to always look like they're the ones in charge. So I'll be like, yo, I'm going to give you beer guap. Create chaos. And I'm going to get this mm. other one. And I'm, I'm going to make sure everything I do points to one of them. So they keep saying, yo, he's the mastermind. No, he's the mastermind. Not knowing that the guy underneath them is the mastermind. They're they going to overlook me entirely. I'm a criminal, guys. I'm just I'm just broke. That's, yeah, that's why. what those cars do. That's what I've been telling you. See? 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 You thought of it? In the same way. When we had that argument about the cartels, and I said that's what they do, and you're like, you're not gonna work, and you're just telling me that's what you want to do to make it work. Anyways, I decided to drop that shit, dude. Um, okay, speedster, slow down. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's just losing pace, a tone. It's a sycamore tree. 
That's fine with me. But proceed. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Nah, what religion? Back to religion. <laughs> uh, what do you think about religion, guy? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, when it comes to uh, where we go in the end and all that stuff, like, what do you think happened? Like, the beginning, where we are, and the end, and religion in total. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you believe in? All right. I believe that the Bible is the book of books. I think that's where it stems from. Um, you, I can, you know, because a lot of it lines up with things that are not just religious, like they're historical as well, right? So I think based off of all the historical significance that the Bible does, you know, approve and does shed light on to show that it kind of backs it up. I think from that perspective, I can, I can say, yeah, okay, that's it holds some, at least some level of, um, you know, truth and like I can prove that this is kind of like truth, right? So with that, it's like I can agree with a lot of things in it, but it's it's the way that we translate it or we um we explain or we try and apply it to different situations that I don't agree with oftentimes. For example, well not for example, like just on the on the bigger picture, right? Um, Obviously, God made us in a way where we're going to advance. We are built to just grow, built to adapt to situations and just keep going and just evolving in that sense, right? Not evolving in a sense where you, you, you're changing from a man, from a monkey to a man. You're literally evolving in the sense that you're adapting to your new situations, you're, you're getting better day by day, whatever, whatever. So obviously, the things that apply in this century when this is society cannot apply or may not apply in the future one where this is the, the 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 case where like half of the things on this checklist where this rule would apply no longer exists right so with that it's like i get that is the truth like I, I get i agree to truth but like i feel like the way we implement it is we focus on certain i'll say certain not qualities but like certain points right and we well, okay what we do is we major in minors right the real truth about God's love is it's like it's not about the, the liquor rules to do this and do that and women not supposed to do this and man supposed to do this and blah 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 blah. It's like, yeah, this is this is kind of like the idea, right? You're supposed to like try and draw from the bigger picture, right? So I agree with certain things and I disagree with certain things, but not disagree in the sense that it's wrong. I just say, well, it's more like, okay, well, I don't think this necessarily applies. Not saying I'm picking and choosing based off of what's convenient, but like just what makes sense. Because like we said, I'm a logical guy, right? So how you choose as an individual to interpret and apply the knowledge that you gain in the Bible to your life, I also think that is up to you. Because God says that at the, in the end of it, everybody has to face their own judgment, right? And you're not going to judge me and you. Like me and Timon cannot face the same judgment, period even if all our actions were the same. If me and Timon did all the same things for our entire lives, in the, you know, me and Timon will not be judged the same. Reason is Timon is his own person and Timon came to those decisions where he made those actions. Like he, he came to that in his own way. And I came to them my own way, right? So it cannot be, we cannot be judged according to that because God ain't out here trying to be that petty on that level trying to be well you know you did this this is no god is literally out here trying to see it's your heart he judging like what caused you to do this what was your thought process blah 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 you know just continue down the line so 
in that way, I think our religious experiences should be personal. Not personal in the sense that we keep it to ourselves, but the way that it works for me cannot be the way it works for you. It's, it has like an aspect of individualism that's just like it pertains to you and you alone because there's things about you that there's that that's specifically with you as the as tim or nicholas the person you're born and destined to be right and on my end it's, it's the same thing so with religion on a whole i say whatever you cling to and you believe that with all your heart and you're you're giving that all of your devotion all, all that stuff it's like god cannot look at you for being the best version of you that you try to be to please him even if you're doing it the wrong way because it's your intent that i think matters to god because look like even back with that story with david david did all those things he hid he even hid the truth to try and cover up and all that stuff but the man at the end of the day his heart his intent was to serve god to and be the best version of himself right and that is mm. why he was righteous in the very end moses moses went through the whole you know thing having his flaws, his speech impediment, his temper, all these things. And literally, God still applied the rules, you know, the wages of sin is death, you know, blah, 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 blah. You sin, blah, blah, blah. But still, it's not like when he struck the rock, when God told him to talk to it and he, and he, he sinned in that way because he didn't listen. It's not that God was like, well, you sin. God was like, well, you sin and, you know, you have to suffer the punishment, right? What that doesn't mean, I'm done with you. Like you're still going to be right. You're still, you know, everything that is promised to you because of what, like who you are is still going to be promised to you. You're just not going to see the promised land. Bro. Right? But you're still going to come to heaven. You're still going to be, you know, my people, you know, <clears throat> nothing changes in that sense. Just, you're going to have to pay the price. When David slept with Bathsheba and he, 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 yes, he slept with her, um, committed adultery. He was, she was married and all that stuff. They bore a child and literally God said, yeah, I understand you messed up and I appreciate you for coming out and, and you know, cleaning up your act. But boom, you, you, you messed up and there's a price, the price you have to pay, right? That's just, you know, that's just how it is, right? And as a result, that son that they had or that was born, was um, conceived out of wedlock in, because of the cheating situation, that child died, right? The, the prophet Nathan told him, boom, this child going to die and that's what happened, right? And yeah, that's what happened. But that doesn't mean God was done. Didn't even Bathsheba lose his shit, became like mad, like, you know, deezed. I don't even, I, I don't know those details around that. But literally, it, the story doesn't end where the baby dies. And they're like, oh, yes, death, right? Literally, Bathsheba and David gave birth to another son. And that son, who literally, mind you, Bathsheba and David emerged out of sin, right? And the next son that they brought into the world was King Solomon. Bro, and King Solomon is that guy. King Solomon is that guy. So literally, y'all can't judge people and, and, and expect, you know, just say, oh, this is the rules and blah, blah, blah. And then look at them and create this light. That's not how it works because God don't work that way. Look at how God works with people throughout the Bible. And you realize, yo, it's not about the things on the outside. It's literally about the heart the person have on the inside. And people judge people and don't know the, each other's hearts. And, you know, we try and operate on what we see on the outside, but it's literally what's about, what's in your heart. That's all, that's all that matters, you check? Bro, the funny yes. thing is, the takeaway from that story that people might just end up come, like, come to a conclusion is that, bro, what did the baby ever do to deserve such yes. a punishment? Yeah. You know, like, why would God kill an innocent baby for the things that their parents did? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like I look at it like that too. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's that's a human part. I'm just like, 
yeah, that's kind of messed up thing to do for the child. But then at the end, I mean, did the child really suffer? The child just kind of just doesn't exist anymore, you know? <laughs> but I mean, it's still, it's still, you know, I kind of just don't play that way. Yeah, it's still, it's still like very harsh, you know? Like, who, yeah, who David are we to die. really understand what God can do and his reasons yeah. and whatever, whatever. But you want me to tell you what's wild while like you were saying all this? Because mm. I'm thinking and I'm like, bro, a lot of bizarre stuff happened in the Bible why people think it's fiction and made up now. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't even believe it. Your parents would even believe it if it happened today. Okay? Yeah, if I, uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like, let's say you're in the desert and you see this green bush catching on fire. You're supposed to go back to somebody and say, hey, um, I didn't see a cactus in the um the desert today. No, you know I saw, I saw a hedge, a green hedge. Bro, I haven't even seen a hedge like this in Egypt, ever, and this thing was on fire. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's in the desert. Of course, we can catch on fire. No, no, but it's green though, and it's not burning a or smoking. Green healthy plant on fire that you were out in the desert. See, literally in today's day and age, you're they literally say, going to mm. end up with a mental health diagnosis. No, first of off, everybody doesn't don't that study. Like, first off. You're probably yeah. seeing a mirage, or you were hallucinating because you were dehydrated. dehydrated. You yeah. Oh, kind of. They won't believe shit we you have said. Too much knowledge for us <laughs> to believe stuff like that today. Because it's Bro. like, mm, I hear you, but the possibility of that is like that's we can't explain that. But what we can explain is that it probably happened because this is what happened. You know. You remember? Like you have to back everything up. You remember that one story where God had this, you know, devoted priest, and every time he went and prayed, things happened, and he was like. Mm. Hey Lord, help them to defeat their enemies. Them as came up on steroids, sl- slay their enemies. Them as like, hey Lord, it's dry out. Send us some water, and you know, God send us some water, quench up the place, right? And this man, every time he prayed, God answered. They're like, whoa, this guy clean. And the king said, hmm, how about we buy him so we can defeat our enemies, right? So the king said, hey, I can give you land. I can give you money. I want you to pray to your God to kill our enemies. And the man's like, but your enemies are my people. The man's like, but your people paying you? He's like, oh, you're right. So this man ran his donkey over, you know, to go curse all God's people saying, hey, God, it's your boy again. Kill all my enemies. And God's like, whoa, those are my people. Those are our people. And the man's like, but I'm asking. And you said, ask and it shall be yeah. given. And God's like, Gah! Uh, right so now he's going over there yeah, cool. so now he's going over there his donkey and god's like all right all right let me let my donkey tell him what's going on right so god gave his donkey the ability of speech like i don't know right you know what could come out of that possession of donkeys bro what happened <laughs> why is this donkey talking literally right? kill that thing <laughs> this donkey saying bro i'm not taking you over there no the man's like mm, well i'll just come off your back and then i'll just walk Man's like, you know how far that is, you won't reach in time. So then the man's like, it's okay, I'll just pray for another donkey. So the donkey catches leg between the walls. So now he can't get off the donkey. So now the donkey there and he cussing the donkey, yo, your mother is an ass, right? <laughs> and the donkey's like, whatever, bitch, right? <laughs> so this man living on his donkey who's talking to him, right? Just imagine some person pulling up and he hear this man arguing with his donkey. You know that person turn around. Yep, the man, you turn straight, you turn. He's like, I can't believe what I just saw. What did I, I just see? Oh, the questions of the word. Let me just go back and make sure that I am not the crazy one in this situation. Exactly, exactly. And that's what's played out. <laughs> right? 
So now just imagine this man out here, right? Supposed to be cursed. I feel like that's where Voodoo was born. Cause now he's a he's he's a he's a blessed man now, a man of God, blessing his people. But then when he becomes blessings for the enemy, it's a curse. Mm. Bro, tell me if the Bible isn't creative. Bro, the tell Bible me if, is, bro. is bro, like we said, it is bro, the Bible is creativity. Bro, God now, is the imagine best, the greatest artist. If literally. Any of that happened today, and I said, Hey, mommy, I was outside and the cat started talking to me, and then this fire catch on like this 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 piece of potato caught on fire. It didn't burn. Looky right in my hand. And I tell her all these things, and then I saw some demons jump into a pig and then jump off a tree. She would say, Oh, what happened to no, I was like, no, God was telling me something. He was giving Create me a sign. Create a crazy whole show. Take me straight. Like, God, not tell you nothing. Shut your mouth. Right? Create a clear view. And in my head, I'm just like, so when God did that same thing in the Bible, y'all believe. But if I, if God did it in this time, right now. Through me. Through me. Yeah, I wouldn't believe. And what? that's why the Bible took place in the period it took place in. Because I know if that, if God was to try to do that today, it would never work. Bro, it was a strategic move. This man's like, I know, I, I know all the possibilities, the outcome of every decision anybody can make. Not, not faith, you know, guys. I'm not saying that we are stuck on one faith. It's just like, if I decided to do this thing, God saw the end results. And if I made 10 different decisions on those, he knows all the decisions I would ever make leading up to my death, right? That's what I think it is. So it's not that it's, it's not that he controls our faith and we, we, we destined to be this thing because he gave us the, the freedom of choice so we can get to whatever possibility all he knows is no matter what choice you choose to go in i already know the outcome because i just see it all mm-hmm. right so it's man i feel like i had a point now and it just slipped me and i hate just, that yeah I hate that too. <laughs> it's just there and you keep exp- uh, I just sleep and, and you just, can see it. You can watch it. I can just watch it leave and just leave. No, no, come back, come back. Let me back step. And he just nah, and he's gone. I'm pretty sure I was about to blow your all minds just now. He's just gone. It's never coming back. I am so sorry. It's just not coming back. Man, it happens. It happens. Next. I was, going, <laughs> I, was go, I was going somewhere, guys. Trust me. I wasn't basing y'all up or hyping y'all up for nothing. I was going somewhere. Oh yeah, religion, religion, guys. Religion, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like, I think that religion is all like all the religions are connected. There's a bit of truth in everything, definitely. And because religion had to start from one place, what like one place, and it broke, um, it broke up and separated because somebody, um, they interpreted different. It's just like, hey, Lord say, thou shalt not kill. But then this man say, yes, the law said thou shalt not kill. He said, turn the other cheek, but like self-defense though, because you have to protect your temple. So God said thou shalt not kill unless it's self-defense. And then this man break up his church and said, all right, instead of having, you know, Pentecostal, let's have Moravian. And that's let's, so that's yeah, not the fact sh- the facts that's of not, like yeah, why those things. Yeah, it's just like the idea. The <laughs> I'm, idea. Just, I'm just, just giving an idea. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Christianity is the oldest, but it's one of the oldest, okay? But I wouldn't even... I would say compared to, like... um, Okay, because I think... I, was it? Yeah, it was probably yours talking to where I was saying... Or somebody brought up the point somewhere and was like, 
bro, y'all with this Christianity thing, but and Jesus, Jesus was a, a Jew. Christ- yeah, he wasn't even a Christian. Yeah. Christian Christianity Jewish. literally created after he died, or back, I don't think it would yeah. be after he died because the Roman Catholics really didn't God and have power before Jesus was born. They did. And, like that. and I so, think that has a huge role to play in like why why Christianity is, is the way it is. And that is literally because man got involved or brought religion into their own deeds of power and stuff like that with the Roman card. Because Jesus started off, when Jesus, no, the boy was a Jew. The boy was born in Jerusalem. So automatically, somebody could say, well, if any religion is going to be the right one, you have to be Judaism. Judaism, because right? God was born into that one. Yeah, that's, right? that's who he was. Like, the man died a Jew. He didn't die a Christian. Like, he died a Jew. He wasn't but even then, born Christian. He was born Jew. Literally. Like, that's that was his whole thing. All the, all the thing he did, he did that as a Jew, you know? And the big picture is that throughout everything he did, right, the Jewish people... They were so stuck into their thing that they weren't open-minded at all and weren't studying the thing or didn't believe the prophecies or whatever. So when Jesus pulled up on the scene doing everything he's doing in the name of Jesus, them Jews is like, hold up, son. That's blasphemy because you can't be God. Like, you're just a man. You're literally just a mortal. You cannot be a man. These things you're doing, they're tricks. You know, blah, blah, blah. And that's why in the very end, they took this guy out. Bro, but yeah, they're probably treating that as like a hostile takeover of their power. Yeah. Because they use religion back in the day as a form of to control the masses. And, yeah, and, that's where know. the Roman character came in for sure. When they, when they basically, like, the Roman Empire used religion. Basically, the papacy is, y'all can look up these words, but the papacy <laughs> has to do with um, the merger of... of and state. Of state and, and religion, right? And that's literally where the Catholic... The, the Catholicism strands from with the Roman Catholics, where... That's why, like, oh, where they basically join everything. And that's why in the Catholic Church and stuff, there's a lot of religion linked with a lot of historical things. And a lot of the things that are done in the Catholic Church don't necessarily are backed up from the Bible and stuff. Like, for example, the whole thing of, um, let's not even go to the whole Sunday law and all this stuff, but like, just the fact that God, what the first commandment, what does it say? Thou shalt have no other gods before me, right? Right? You only pray to, to to me, blah, 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 right? Why is it in the Catholic Church that the only way for you to atone for your sins or the way for you to atone for it, you have to come and talk to a priest? Or why am I bowing down to the saint, saint, whoever? Why am I praying to Mary? At Bro. what point did anybody pray to Mary? You know how crazy it is? Because the God, the, the Bible really set up his own demise now. Because this man built a temple... And people were praying to God through this temple, holy temple and stuff, and they made the mm. ark and whatever. Mm. I feel like that's just one step in still to say, oh, let's just pray to objects. <laughs> you know? They weren't praying to it. They weren't no, praying no, to I it. No, I know what I mean. But like, yeah, yeah. It was touch, like, that's where God was resigned in that ark, right? He would come mm. down, there's be a little light in the center. God would come. That's his old throne, right? His ark that he moved around with, right? But I'm just saying, they made this object now holy. Mm. Okay, they, they, you they gave that, you a holistic yeah. value. Yeah, yeah. If okay. you touch that arc, you could potentially just fall on and die. Even if you're trying to stop it from falling over. If you weren't one of the people who were supposed to be handling it. Yeah. Right? So now, in some people could think like, oh my goodness, the ark was what what had the glory. What, what, oh. what gave us. And that could have, you know, like... They said, damn, he was once in Mary. So Mary's as holy as the ark was. Mm, bro, that's what I'm saying. It's always Mary. somebody's 
it's somebody's misconception of what the information the facts is and then they said yeah I'm, this is what i believe in this is what it is and they said if you can't understand this is what it means i'm gonna go my separate way and he started church and a lot of people hear it and say that makes sense that makes yeah. sense and there is that yeah they, they can they can connect with that and they're boom 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 and that's literally where it all starts like it's it's when mankind's agenda gets mis- mixed up or they try and accomplish their agenda with with religion and that's the problem like the whole crusades where you know you hear a lot of people have like this whole thing of christianity because the way christianity came to the to the, the modern world was through these soldiers and people just murdering people who did not want to accept jesus or the story of you know the whole thing these men were just literally going around the place the crusades that we have home is literally we go out there in a tent in the community and we preach and just make the community nice. here make nice that everybody can hear <laughs> everybody like, can hear you have church no truth. and then it's like we bring church i'm to not you, bro. going to church i am not going to adventist church and we're like say less and then we go outside and start bring some noise pollution you. so you're in your bedroom i watch your show and you can't you can't hear nothing but god <laughs> you are a menace to our society <laughs> And in that way, that's that's the worst. I think that's the worst we, we get in that sense, right? But like as far as they were doing back in the day, man's was like traveling, going to new places. Man's pull up in Canada, seeing all these indigenous people, like, oh Which? y'all, y'all, y'all worshiping these things? Nah, this is this is wrong. And then like here, y'all are savages, you know, we need to blah blah Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, no, Jesus, boom. All right, guess we have to kill y'all now. And literally just wiping all people for not believing in Jesus to get the whole christianity seed across right so now they planted that seed what do you expect people to think of the overall movement especially in a day like you know in the century in the time we live in when you can look back on historical records and everybody's like as sensitive as we are now like the whole pollution where we contaminated religion with mankind's agenda is the reason why people have such a dirty taste in their mouth for religion Bro, for real. we just keep contributing to that well i don't think we keep doing it it, it happened <laughs> and it's it's not something that anybody's looking to you know be like okay yeah that was kind of wrong you know or even trying and tidy up it's just like yeah that's that happened it is what it is but here we are now type of thing but like people don't pay attention to all them details bro they just see oh church oh judgmental oh hypocrites but don't know like all the, the the ways that this trickled down how it got polluted how it came one thing came another and all that stuff but Jesus was not a, a Christian. He was a Jew. He got betrayed. Well, not betrayed. His, they just didn't, you know, accept him. And literally Christianity came as a result of the following of Christ. Christ's teachings that he left on earth when the disciples went and started to plant those seeds. That is Christianity. That's where it started there. But the Christianity that we know that started in the world started when the Roman Catholic Church and, and the Roman and Catholic, the Romans and whatever did whatever papacy all that stuff and then created the christianity we know today and most people still look at us through the the, the catholic church right and then people like us who were like okay we're some adventists our church is kind of removed from all that stuff because we went okay this is the version of christianity that y'all brought to the world but what does the real book say what does the bible say about this and then we kind of okay you know this this kind of doesn't align with this and we kind of break it down like, okay, well, everything that's not of the Bible, we're not dealing with that. So all that, you know, cultural things that y'all do, all the things that are historical in y'all books, that's, that's good for y'all. But we're just going to keep to this because we ain't trying to keep, you know, try and keep all our um, eggs in the basket, in the same basket. Yeah, right? but at the end of the day, 
we too could be you know misconstrued and we could have been following somebody's way with thinking but to us it makes sense the facts are there the history is there so we follow it just like everybody believe in their religion 100 percent. yeah so do we and we can't knock anybody because again i think all religions are connected not yep, just to say that we came from one place and then we divide ourselves and we lost mm-hmm. our way but i feel like every religion out there has a bit of the truth and if we can oh, find God, it yeah. and bring it together we'll know the whole truth because like in my head it's well to think that all right god said all right, he sent some disciples to write a bible to write a book right and it only happened on one side of earth like just one just one place somewhere in i don't know let's call it europe right mm. some guys was like oh man god inspired me right now and this ain't ghost writing this is you know me writing parables and yeah, the yeah. word from god and the whole bible over the centuries, New Testament, Old Testament was done in this section, right, of the world, mm-hmm. and then spread out to the rest. It could be the case, but I feel like God won't just use one man. It like I feel like if God was supposed to try to get the message across, he would use multiple people worldwide. Because then, how did Christianity even get to the Caribbean when the Caribbean and the Intex and what name Incas? Um, um they were they were doing their own thing. Caribs and Arawaks. Us. Caribs and Arawaks and stuff like that, right? And they were doing their own thing and worshiping their own stuff. And you don't think they hold some sort of truth in what they believe or what they came Definitely. something? Because God wouldn't to, yeah. just wouldn't just he had his chosen people, yes, but he wouldn't just use one set of people to his agenda. He would mm-hmm. use everybody. Definitely. So I like, feel like all the religions that are out there, despite the scientific one, paleontology, for that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> God's yeah. out here using people and we just yeah, need to just like, we just need to come together and just say, Hey, um, what your religion say? Because I think it's even in the Quran or something, that man's was just like bro, I was prophet, going to say that. Their prophet was born and whatever, whatever. And that story links up with Christianity's story. Bro, the, the only thing is people don't realize Islam like Muslims fully believe in the Bible, they fully believe in Jesus. They literally believe in it up to the point where Jesus died or whatever. Literally, where our our um beliefs split is the part where we claim Jesus as the savior and Jesus came back to life or whatever, whatever. Apparently and Muslims don't believe that. They yeah. don't believe that he was the savior or whatever, whatever. They he believe was he was a prophet. a prophet and he is, he did die. He did go away. And he did when he comes back, stuff. when he comes back, he, the reason he hasn't come back or he didn't come back to life is because it's not yet his time. So they have their own prophecy that they're thinking is going to be fulfilled in that sense where yes, Jesus is going to be come back for us. But like, it's not, he's not the son of God. He's a prophet and he's a special prophet. He's close to, like, he's like on uh, up there, he up there, okay, check? And his role is yet to be completed. That's what people, that's what our Islam believes in. I haven't read that myself. I spoke to a coworker who is, um, you know, pretty active in his religion. Fun fake So facts. that's, that's how I know. I, I wouldn't say it's fake facts. I'll, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it, I'll have to, um, what do you call it? I'll have to cite it. Like yeah, 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 I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but then this whole thing, I feel like people just want to like disagree for no reason. Because I was thinking about it the other day, right? And I don't want to tell a long story about I could, but just not today. Um, about like how it all began, right? Because science, like, yo, God doesn't exist. The universe isn't created by this um celestial being who's manipulating our existence and blah. 
the Big Bang was created by gravity and this and that and pressure mm. and movement and explosions and gas and all this shit, right? So in my head, I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but what if God said, uh, let there be light and then there was a Big Bang? Hmm? Then, what then? then what? Then Why can't what? it be both? Literally, yeah, but like, then an alien species came down and then helped us kickstart our civilization or this meteor came down and touched Earth and the conditions were right. I'm just like, okay, okay. Um, but what if God say, let there be fish and then a meteorite came down with some particles from the right condition and it started. Like, we don't know. But I'm just like, we so quick to just say it's this or it's that or it can't be this. Why can't it be both? Why do we have to be divided? Why, 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 why? Because just like how you can justify one thing and the other, I can justify my answer. Once. Yeah, literally, as, as the, the person I am, like the way I think, and that's why I tend to overthink everything, is like the reason, it's like literally for me, I can justify any answer, right? Mm-hmm. If you give me a multiple choice exam, that's going to be hard for me, unless I specifically know. I'm not, I'm not the type of person that I record the facts in my head. I record the concept so I know how to apply it with the information I have, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I learn. I, I, I take information and then I kind of think about it in my own way, try and make, make it make sense so I can put it out a certain way. So when you give me a multiple choice exam, right? And, you know, they always do this thing where they try and make one of the, at least two answers really close to each close other. Close to each other, yeah. Literally in my head, when I see those options and I'm looking, my brain doesn't go, oh, it's definitely this one. It goes, okay, this is the question. What does this option mean? Okay, I don't think that would be it. What does this one mean? And then when the two that are really close, my brain just start building like a whole case case. for each (laughs) of the work. And it's like, okay, so which one is it now? Because I fully just justify both these answers in my head. So what do I do now? I literally, literally it goes, all the knowledge and all the thing I'm exerting just literally comes down to any mini mini more. In that sense, yeah, Jack? So it's like, why 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 is it why are we like that why why is it always have to be like like what you said like it has to be this and nothing else you know it could be multiple things and i don't think i think god knows as rational beings that is how we think right that is how we're going to take this information that is how we're gonna you know try and explore and make it make sense and apply it to us he knows our nature he knows what we're capable of because he designed us to be capable of the things that we're capable of right so you don't think he's taken all these things into consideration beforehand. Like it's not necessarily problematic. We have to literally be open-minded, but we still have to, yeah, it's, we have to be stuck between being open-minded and standing firm into what we believe. Like there's a, there's a thin line there, but we still need to like have a bit of both. You check. Oh no, I get that, man. I get that. And I think, I think it was in the, um, the same podcast, um, for extra gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that guy uh, Marlin. I remember his Twitter handle. That that dude McFly. Yeah, he was saying that. Okay, if if the Bible was created on Earth, right, mm-hmm. and there are the alien species out there, do they have a Bible? Do they have the same Bible? Do they serve mm-hmm. the same God? And in my head, I'm just like. Why, why, why would that be the case? <laughs> right? Because the only reason God even did all of this, gave us a Bible, is because the devil came down and said, Hey, Eve, 
you know, I can surely die if he eat this apple. Hmm. And he was like, say less. And she came hmm. and she run the apple down her throat. And then Adam caught her <laughs> and she's like, you boss, it's not what you think. Um, it's not what you think. And he's just like, girl, I don't know what happened, but your ass looking fit. Give me the apple, right? And for him, apple, sticking him in chort, right? He just stick <laughs> in a he chort. You hear me? Greediness in the pay. And now the apple stick in his store and it became a genetical mark. And that's why we have Adam at Apple. Adam anyways, Apple. anyways, 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 anyways. <laughs> anyways, back on topic, back on topic. I just lost myself just now. Anyways, right? And it's only because of sin why we have the Bible because God came down and died for us and stuff. Now, let's say there are, the Bible kind of hints that there are other life forms out there, right? Because it was like the devil traveled through the galaxy, passing all these worlds, and chose Earth. And probably not in so many words, but, you know, the Bible can't just be outright saying, yo, dog, out of all the aliens out here, he chose this planet to corrupt, right? But literally, the devil was going through all these plants, and he couldn't find one to corrupt. And then he found a freshly made one that God himself came down and put hands on the dirt and created, you know? That's high praise now. The God of creation come and made these creatures based and he didn't call them into existence like he did the animals. He made yep. these. And the man's like, them they have a foolie. Them they know none yet. So he came down and took advantage. I don't think that happened. I think he tried the rest worlds and then man's like, oh no, Gabriel told us the facts. He told you, he told us you will be coming. So not to yeah, listen to you. We're expecting so, you. We're expecting you. Right? The, this is what God said when he made humans. We were a little bit lower than angels. Right, we had the ability to procreate, be fruitful and multiply. Meaning, probably the angels didn't have that feature to be fruitful and multiply, so they don't age as fast as we do, or they don't need or to, at all. or at all, or have, or need to have sex to reproduce, or whatever. All we know is we were the ones that can do that. So aliens could be out there living for millions of years, stopping by ever so often, watching us. They don't know what it's like to sin. They don't know what it's like to disobey God. God didn't come to their plans and say, yeah, you guys are good. Keep up yeah. the good work. No, different he, circumstances. Different circumstances. God didn't come to their plans and say, yo, I'm going to just die for you all for no reason. Mm-hmm. No. Why? Why would he do that? It would be a pointless gesture. Yeah. So aliens, all these creatures, they, they could be humanoid. They could be whatever. They could all be a planet full of dolphins that walk on land, for mm-hmm. all we know. Right? But they won't have the same circumstances. Or that's the only difference with us, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that what makes us unique. Somewhere in the Bible, it says angels will be like, I don't want to call it jealousy, but they won't understand the trials that we've been through. Because, because they, they lack the, the entity that is required. Yeah. Yeah. They lack the experience, they lack the circumstances, the 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 expressions and, you know, things that, cause us to feel the way we feel you know the same make no they don't have it it's, so it's not all the same when we go to, to heaven or whatever and start singing them negro spirituals and them gospels and we say "Ooh, thank you for dying for us and we putting all our soul into it and man be like man i wish i could sing that song yeah but you know what's up i've, I've not been, I, I could just sing it but it wouldn't mean nothing to me because i haven't been in that situation god didn't die for me yeah it's like god just been here He's just been here the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we've we, we been just chilling here the whole time. <laughs> so it's like, hey, 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 God, you know, he's a big boss, but like, we're still cool. Whereas for us, it's like, oh my God, thank you, God, for, you know, it's, it's a whole different thing, man. So yeah, I get that. Why that? Why you feel like so, like, 
like that's such a dumb question for him to ask that <laughs> but like i mean it's it's a valid question at the same time especially for somebody who's not necessarily grounded in the word so for him to have that question i don't knock the question i just knock it if if maybe there was ignorance after like you know if, if we were to share this information then there'll be ignorance after that then i'll start to be like all right boss you kind of have to like uh you know get yourself checked because like uh, at the end of the night nobody really ever knows so the only the only time you're gonna know who religion is right is in the end the people who probably might find out fast enough is those who believe that there's an afterlife so as soon as you die you see god which is bonkers because if my good granny passes away right Mm. and she in heaven you think she gonna want to see me dicking down somebody's daughter no especially since we're not married so just imagine I'm done with it. Mm, you grew to feel it in your ribs. I'm over here exaggerating, guys. I don't, I don't know if that's the situation that these females be feeling, but just cool, right? So I'm just saying, mm, mm, right? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah. And then my granny's like, oh my goodness, what is he doing? He's not I even married. Have to watch because she just have to watch. She's our guardian angel now. Then no, she up there upset, bex, sad, and you know what God said? There's not gonna be any sadness or crying in heaven. It's contradictory. Like, yeah, why? It's not possible. <laughs> if I'm down here, criminal murdering, mash them up. Okay, sorry. If I'm down here <laughs> murdering glass and people, right? <laughs> you think my grandmother's gonna be up there happy? Like, ah, I disown him, so I'm good. You think I'll go like, hey, hey, that's not the behavior of a Christian. Um, what yeah. do you, you know, it, it don't make no sense. Yeah, logically speaking when people when people believe i'm not gonna hate y'all who believe that there's an afterlife or there's rebirth or anything because i don't have the right to right but logically speaking guys just like don't 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 try to justify it to say all right i believe in this thing so i can behave a certain how because a lot of people are saying oh we can be seven day adventists because all the good sudden happen on saturdays so me go to church on sunday they do it so it can justify, you know, they like do it because it's it convenient. It's convenient to it's them. It's convenient to them, and that is one of the things that people are going to hell for for sure. Because you literally know what's right, and you're not choosing. You're not based in your actions off of what you think is best. You literally like, mm, I don't feel like it, and God's like, you have the right to not feel like it, but also with you know whatever this this equals this right, and I'm not going to say that you're going to hell just for that reason right but it has to do with your whole thought process as to why you 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 felt like it was okay to just put this this important thing that's important to god you just put it on the side because you're like mm, it's not that important to you right there has to be and i feel like judgment is going to be more wholesome so i don't i'm not going to say what the hell let me take that back i just that you're going to be judged for that and you're gonna to have to answer for why was it so convenient for you to put other things above me when literally, you know, that's what and I bro, ask of you. There's something else too. So I don't know where this hell and heaven thing came from. Mm-hmm. If he's mentioning the Bible, but God did mention that he was going to like burn down the place. It's like everybody going dead. Yep. But there was a place back in like Jerusalem, you know, the Valley of Shadow of Evil. And in place, there was a place back in them times that it was constantly on fire and it was referred to as hell. Mm. It wouldn't be so far fetched that the Bible be like just calling some landmarks and saying, "Yo, um, there's a place over there that they call hell that keeps burning because I don't know methane gas or it's probably a volcano." 
<laughs> right? Well, that's, that's most likely what it is. <laughs> and he made reference to it saying, yeah, yeah, I'm going to burn like that place over the hell. And then somebody's like, hell, burn, sinners, heaven. Hell, it's a place. And then they, they bring it and, you know, just because how they, because, you know, man's mm-hmm. back in the days would be, would come to any kind of theory or conclusion. Oh my goodness. This man just turned into a beast. Werewolves. You remember that king that got turned into a beast for a couple of days? Uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Yeah. The boy werewolves. And just like, yep, werewolf. Werewolf. They just really to what they know. Whole, whole whole thing start whole legend start off of this like, one thing bro the sighting of nebuchadnezzar no i think in the same podcast i don't want to leech off these guys too much but they were saying some stuff that really was like getting to me and i'm just like how are y'all thinking like that man i know i don't have all the answers i know i'm not the one to say what is right and what is wrong but like to me maybe because i'm indoctrinated in my religion or i'm so yeah. strongly rooted and thinking that you are wrong, am I right? I'm, a, I'm right, but I can't really, in good heart, say that I'm right. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he was saying, bro, how in the world is the gospel going to reach the entire world? Because there's a saying like in the Bible, um, that says, when the gospel have reached everybody's ears and eyes, and they know of him, that's when he gonna come, right? Mm-hmm. And then man's like, you gonna tell me them people who cut off from society in the jungle gonna hear about Jesus' word? What do you think missionaries do? Literally, that's, that's kind of what the job I is. know. Let's think about it. Ten years ago, before ten years, let's call it fifteen, when the iPhone wasn't even a thing, the internet wasn't even popping the way it was popping. The message was out there, and it wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Yeah. So you're trying to tell me you can't you can't see a future where internet is accessible worldwide because that's what best um what's his name Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk is trying to um accomplish give the whole world some form of internet right you're trying to tell me it's so hard to believe that the message would he- somebody somewhere in a jungle say hmm man i wish there's one thing i you know i could just know about and you just never know what that thing is bro it's crazy to think that technology won't spread across the world to a point where everybody has access to technology Everybody have access to information. And I feel like the more the world evolves, is the worse it's going to get for us as a people. But it is. everybody is going to hear about every religion. Yeah, they're going to hear the truth. They, so, so it's not just the Adventist Christianity religion or any form of just Christianity. One way or the other, everybody's going to hear something. Bro. Yeah, I know a bunch of y'all know what two girls or one cup is. <laughs> and if you really don't, well. you're just too young. <laughs> but that video still exists and it's still being uttered out of somebody's mouth somewhere. Today. And it's a bunch of new people are have seen it, it for day. the first. Yep. And to us, that shit died years ago. Nobody yep. talking about that. And I can guarantee you new people are discovering that video and being grossed out. Definitely. See, so I just did that nasty thing. I just threw it in religion. I just, just threw it in the middle of all that. Look at that. I must, I must, I might have to go take a show after this. Yeah, boy. In holy water because you don't uh, contaminate me. Bro. But also on, on the thing you said with hell. And this is... So basically, the idea of hell too is a place where we're going to go but not listening to God. So we're just going to burn and suffer forever, right? 
that would you agree that that's the general uh, view of hell in most yep. people? Yep. It's a place that we're just going to be all together, just burning and burning and burning, just never ending suffering, whatever, whatever, right? You really think God is interested in that? Because that's, what, that's what how would, mercy works. What, 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 what would God get out of that for doing that to us? Literally, and let's think logically, right? The idea of the second coming is God is going to, Jesus is going to come down, right? And all those who are died, who died in him are going to face their judgment first. So the first, so when he comes back, the next time he come back, he's coming to collect those who died in him or who, who he's going to judge, but already gave them the past that, yeah, you, you're getting in, but like, I still got to run through the judgment with you, right? That's what we're coming for, right? And when the, those who are dead um, are not going to go to heaven, they stay in dead. Right, they stay in dead. We're going up, right? To this place that he prepared for us, and we're going to dwell up there for whatever most of the time, right? Earth is still earth. Earth is still in whatever state he left it in. Right? So, and the idea is at the end of our time in heaven, he's going to bring all that was in heaven down to earth, right? So whatever we we the, the whole whatever we're living up there, he bringing that so you touching on online now. Right, we're coming back, and the new earth is this new place without sin. It's basically heaven on earth. That's literally what the whole second coming and all that is about, right? So, with that being said, before God can bring heaven down to earth, the new Jerusalem to create that place for us, would you not say He have to clear the land verse? You don't think you, you would just say He has to tidy up, you know? Because remember, what the state that He left earth in, all He did is took the pure from it. All that's left there is filth now, right? And literally, hell is not a place. Hell is more of an event because he's just going to literally it's basically fire rock. to wipe, to clean, the, to purify the earth. Literally just the heat so hot, the fire so hot that nothing, not, bro, how to fire, a fire so hot that it will destroy sin. Bro, it's purging everything. Is everything. you know, you know, you know the myth, Greek mythology stuff with Ragnarok and stuff, and you know, Thor's and shit. Yeah. Where is a fire that comes down, and destroys everything, and just and just leaves everything. Is, that's what it is. So that's everything's gonna get burned, brimstone, tails, just yeah. mash up everything. It's not until... about suffering or nothing. It's like you're literally you're suffering, or you're, the price you're paying for for living the way you chose to live and and disregarding God. The, the punishment for that is literally not seeing heaven. That is the punishment. Not seeing or being able Bro, to enter heaven. And That's the thing is not, while all that happening, people will still be alive. Yes, they're going to suffer. Because when he come back, he said they're going to attempt to try to take over the city. Yeah, which means they, they, they have to have life to do that. Yeah, so they're not going to be happy with it because they're going to be like, oh, no, nah, like I should be in the people too. Like, oh, my gosh, I was wrong. If I like, can't you know, have it, nobody can. I'm going to take it from yeah. you. Like, Yeah. Yeah, and literally all the evil, bro. Literally, the boy has every reason to have you all alone. You're suffering, but my guy is literally just going to purify the earth, and not in a sense so he can get back at y'all for what y'all did because the man ain't holding no grudge against y'all because he gave you a choice. If he didn't give you a choice and you blatantly went out and still did what you did, that I feel that maybe that's more cause. He might take it personally, but he gave you a choice. So as a result of your the choices you make. This is the reality you're going to have to face, right? If you're okay with not seeing heaven, that's fine. God's saying, yeah, you have the truth. You enjoyed yourself. You do you. It's your choice to make. Literally. 
and that so, that that might literally be enough for some people. It's like, all right, literally- eternal life. I'm gonna live my life to the fullest and enjoy. It's okay if I don't get to see it. Have a second life because he's fully telling you what's to come is better than what we have now by far. Like in in senses we can't even comprehend, right? So the whole idea that God is this monster who just wants what he wants and whoever the guy what you want gonna just suffer and get punished. That's that's far from what God is. And I don't know why we have that that vision of of just hate that version of hate uh, in the way that we we depict him in when we talk about heaven and hell. Bro, and the, the craziest thing about it, you know, yeah, we hear some people saying, oh, me don't do this, you know, me not change, me not sinner. You know, it's too late yeah. for me. Yeah, like, bro, I, I got I to be this so thing like die. Right? And in my head, I'm just like, but bro, the man, the man giving you until you die to, to, to make it right. I'm not saying that, yeah, you say, tell God, forgive me for lying, and then you go lie tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you commit your sin and you're just like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Then you don't do it, you try to not do it again. You try to not do it again. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. Because if you think yeah. about it, your parents do the same thing. It's don't the, bro, do that the or you're going to get licks. And you know what you do? You don't do it. And if you one day decide, I'm going to do it, you're getting licks. You're going to back with your... You get back with your parents. You think your parents back with you that whole time? After no. and before and... now. You think they don't love you anymore? You no. think anything has changed? Literally, the only thing is that's taking place is the law of the land where actions have consequences. You pay the price. You buy. You wear what you buy. You check. That's literally how this works. It and, and at the end of it, you decide what you need to decide. You choose which bed you're going to lay in tonight. You choose everything, and you deal because, bro, that's literally the power that we have. The power of choice is one of the most powerful things ever. And God said, you know what? I'm gonna give it to not you alone. I'm gonna give it to everybody. Bro, Billions the of angels people. have freedom of choice. Literally, angels have that. That is why the devil is the devil. And even the way he's and depicted, that's why he even had followers. Yeah, they had literally, they literally, was like, oh yeah, they weren't destined to. They wasn't destined to be a good guy and a bad guy. One guy got jealous because he was feeling himself way too much. Yeah, and he started he started gossiping and spreading rumors, bad talking God behind his back, not knowing that the man's know everything he said, and he gave him more than enough chance to stop now. Yeah. Say, uh hey uh lucifer uh, see what you i know doing. you're doing just yeah. chill man and lucifer's like i don't know what you're talking about you check <laughs> and i'm not keep talking you see you see god over there thinking you know everything <laughs> the balls in him and then god's like bro don't talk about my boss stop and i was like look he telling us what to do he gave us freedom of choice right the man been just milking that and then i was like hey yeah and then god's like all right there's too much here outside of this guy y'all leave Bro. And the man still said, I'm kicking y'all out of heaven. I'm kicking y'all Man could have wiped you from existence, you know. But God ain't like that. They could have exploded the whole galaxy and just said, He Let's... said, well, if that's what you want, then so be it. But this is what's going to happen. Lucifer could have been a god somewhere else to some other thing <laughs> in the distance. Just somewhere else. He could have found an empty planet to say, well, because I'm a celestial being, I could probably pull this star into this place and set things. Because, you know. I'm, I'm assuming that they can do things like that still, right? And the man could have just lived his life. He could have been a king of his people just somewhere else out in the vast expanse of space. The man said, you kick me out of my house, dog. What do you want? What, what, what's your favorite thing out here? Oh, them new mans? Bet. Literally. The man, the man the said, man I'm going to get out. back at you. 
bro literally he sh- literally the devil uses us to get back we're literally when you but that's the idea of sin too literally you and the indulging is sin you're literally acting as a pawn you're being played because at the end of it the battle isn't necessarily for you you're just going to be the one to face the consequences but it's still at the end of it like it's like we have all this that we can take into consideration and we still choose ignorance yo my thing is right if everybody follow like everything follows a law religion everything science the universe just living with, alongside your your fellow men yeah there's laws there's, there's laws and if you can follow laws and you can follow the logic and you can see not just try to say oh this benefits me or oh this 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 works out best for me you know just look at it with your eyes and don't be biased just look at it from both points of views and figure out what that is what is what what is, what is the story that they're telling together yeah what is trying to be accomplished here yeah and you literally your your, your view on things gonna just open up because now you can't look at thing one-sided you're seeing it from and you can choose still you still, like, have choice, hmm. yeah. Yeah, you still have the choice yeah you still have the choice like oh i see this and i see the benefits here and there and uh, i can see what these two could do together and you can still choose but you can't be blind or say oh you can't eat pork so why god created animals bro he created mm-hmm. them because he needed something to everything has a purpose in on earth you know the Literally. flies do this and then they feed that that do this and it's been eaten by that that's, that's the food chain and these um we call it these animals that clean up the mess and the waste of the world god mm-hmm. say hey don't eat that man that can't be healthy for your, your temple for, for your body like they eat shit and clean up they're the garbage man like they're gonna eat something and it's gonna be inside your body like you don't want that just don't eat it just these are clean and the man just said these are clean up eat these they taste good literally he drew a line and said hey you know this is this is okay this is okay and and you know for these reasons this is how you know if it's going to be okay or not this is the rules to playing it safe right and was it really said don't eat he just said these are unclean no he said uh the uncle you should not eat of it okay well okay, you see it. i learned something yeah. new today because <laughs> yeah, i'd have been like oh, you could yeah. still eat poor guys but uh, no he said don't eat nah. it just cool <laughs> but if you look at it at the whole like if we're talking about pork for example right Look at eating, look at pork. Um, take it all away from the whole spiritual aspect and the fact that God said so. Let's look at it from a scientific health benefit thing, right? His parents own pork is still pork is <laughs> pork is still one of the most unhealthiest meats you can get. Full of cholesterol, full of fat, all these things. People Bro. eating this thing, getting hard, and like the science alone is like that's why there are a lot of people who have no ties to religion still don't eat pork. Like, Yo. there's literally that line there too. And like people are just like, well, no, no, no. And they just want to justify it. Why? Because you like the taste of pork. So you continue to eat it and disregarding all the evidence and all the everything that's clearly in front of you. That's because it's more convenient to you. And you're basically choosing yourself or your own, what would you call that? You, you know, you're just going into your cravings, whatever, whatever. Your, your tongue, your, your, your tongue is more, um, can convince you. You know, it will uh, direct your actions more than like um who you're loyal to. You know, you're fully in this religious stuff, but like you like bacon, bacon bang good. That's what you do. But you order the burger, you leave the bacon on it, or you pretend you didn't see it. 
right? But why? Because it's convenient. You like, you know, you could still, you still have the opportunity to take the bacon off the burger. No? <laughs> you still have that opportunity, but you still take that bite. Right. So go through with it. You have to use extra words to tell them. Not okay, to because it's convenient. Still, just leave it there. <laughs> it's it's more. It's easier for me to just name it and just take the sin and just add that to the book. You check. <laughs> I could always say, you know, God forgive me for dying and go to you heaven. Check? And God said, people who sin. Because in that way too, if you sin and you're like, yeah, I'm going to sin because I know I can just do this. That's 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 bad. That's, yeah, that's quite bad. bad. It doesn't work. You're literally just <laughs> minip- like that's like God's like nah. Because you're you're sorry for that sin is not. I'm not gonna accept the sorry no. Because God knows right that you're now, gonna you're live. You wanna do it again. <laughs> literally, you would do it again in a heartbeat. But you it's know? crazy though because when my dad used to be like um uh they call it a chef. Used to be the head chef for like half a day when the hotel was still standing. Yeah, My yeah. birth was chaos, guys. In 1995, a hurricane came and decimated his workplace. Mashup, to this day, not to this rebuilt. day, he can't even recover. That was my birth, guys. Anyways, so me being born, took my job, took the job away from my dad. <laughs> but when he was a um, head chef there, uh, he said he used to, when he became Adventist, he was still the head chef and he had to cook all the food and stuff. And he said the pigs will come in and you'll still see the maggots and worms and parasites still moving around the flesh. And the flesh long down cut up now and the muscles mm-hmm. still twitching and pulling and all kind of thing. And I'm just like, you say after a while he realized, man, I'm preaching and teaching and saying this is my lifestyle, but I'm still manhandling and cooking and giving these people this pork to eat. Yeah. And it's so unclean from what he read and what he learned, right? So he had to stop and give other, put, put other people inside the kitchen in charge of making the pork and the lobsters and the shrimp and the whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he just did everything else and mining stuff. And I'm just like, yo, that's actually sick dedication though. Cause I wouldn't have done that. I'll just cook the food. Yeah, I'm not I eating keep it. Going, like, well, I mean, I am, so. right? <laughs> but it, I think it, it follows the same rule of, um, you know, um, in the commandments where it's like, um, on the Sabbath, you shouldn't do any work. And that also includes you, hiring people or people working for you just so just because you're going to go to church you're not going to break the sabbath by you having employees who are working on your behalf or representing you on the sabbath you're still, you're still breaking working. the sabbath so it's the Which, same thing if you have somebody else doing the sin for you or the thing you know it's still on you bro in that I, see, sense. I see a lot of people doing some dumb shit where they talk about oh y'all adventist people so y'all can't work on the sabbath so why y'all washing up dishes Bro, how dumb can you be? Bro, it's like... Just, Bro, it's, if you think like about it, task. breathing is work. If you think about it, standing is work. Wiping your ass is work. Washing dishes is work. The man not saying not to be smart. The man said, yo, don't overwork yourself doing shit and, and run the system. And, you know... This is the focus of it. This is what this day is the for. The day is just to rest, relax, enjoy yourself, do the things you want to do, and just be at peace for at least a day, you know, man. That's what he's saying. Reset. Even his, scientifically speaking, your body is not supposed to be running for more than seven days without a break. Literally, the whole Sabbath idea lines up literally with biology. Yes, and you get whole two days because religion is complicated. You get Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. <laughs> you know? And, and people still just like, yo, Saturday is a blessing. All that. But the, what I'm trying to say is, right? A lot of people would justify saying some things like, oh, you're Christian, so y'all can't do stuff, but y'all do this and that. Oh, y'all working at clinics. I know a lot of people are saying, hmm, you're not supposed to work, but look at y'all working at hospitals and stuff. I have a problem with people who work for, like, doctors and, and nurses 
who say they're Adventists and they work on the Sabbath. Because it's not like if they're saying, all right, I'm a volunteer to work today, so don't pay me. Or I am going to give my earnings that I've earned to the They did not do nothing like that. So they also using that to justify what were you we talking about earlier? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's convenient. Yeah, it's convenient to them. So they just say, all right, I'm going to make some money to pay this bill and buy that thing. And because I'm helping people save lives, I don't have to listen to God. It's a loophole. See, I, I feel don't like, like when on people do that, that line. On no. that line, it's it's more of a it, it that has to do with the individual. If you're making an effort to work Sabbaths because of of that mentality that you just envisioned there, then definitely. If if it's your intent to like you're just like, oh, because and you're using it as a loophole because it's healthcare, and you're like, yeah, that gives me a reason. No, but most people I know that are you know, like their seven Adventists and work that they definitely opt to have their Sabbaths off. But in the event that they don't, it's not like they don't turn it down because it's not like people don't get sick on Sabbath. It's not like people aren't dying, getting in accidents and people houses burning down, people getting um, in fights or people needing um, help from the police and all that. stuff. So, like everybody, once you're essential, definitely you should be available, whatever, whatever. And I get that. And I know God understand that, but if you're using it to exploit you know, to using it as a loophole. If if the reason I want to be a nurse is because I want to work Saturdays without judgment or whatever, then I'm still in it for the wrong reasons and my heart is going to be judged accordingly with God. So in that sense, I, I get what you're saying, where you don't like the whole people using it as a loophole, but I'm like, yeah, it has to do with the individual for sure. For sure. Like, I, I, I get I get why some people as nurses would work and whatever, whatever, because some of them like to help and some of them don't have a choice really and it just goes with the, you know, people are sick whatever so god even put um god even put some people on blast in the bible because this one time he was just chilling on his disciple and he hears some man's over to like you know just talking he's, he's not eavesdropping but they're just talking loud enough so he can hear right and the man's like can you imagine that then people over there attack for them the axe like the, the axe fall in the hole big cow fall in this hole and 10 men on this good sabbath trying to pull the axe out of the hole they're working they're working, right? And then some old man start talking about like, yo, can you believe Jan over there a struggle with his big bed dragged down the road to take to his house? He working on the Sabbath. And God was just like, bro, I said that story totally wrong, but let me <laughs> let me correct myself, right? So I think the rich people in them and the people in the church were making noise at this guy, this sick guy who was taking a bed to his house, right? And God was just like, the nerve of you people. This man is taking his bed from one place to the other so he can rest and relax. This is all he has. And when you're all out there working the fields, have your men working the fields on his good Sabbath, and then the house dropped down, the, the cow dropped down in the hole, you're sending bare people to come now to go take this ox out the hole so this ox can continue working when I tell you to give everything rest. How dare you all um, laugh at this man or, or, or call this man a fool for, for working on the Sabbath when you're working harder than him, right? So he's just saying, bro, be smart. You have to do certain things. That's not work, work, bro. That's just living. That's there's, a, a yeah, difference. there's a difference between, yeah, you're working and the difference between you just living. Like, yeah, people, that's why, that's why um, those are orthodox, orthodox Jews. Mm with the whole sabbath thing because yeah the the jews definitely still um um 
acknowledge the Sabbath and everything. And for them, they're like some extremists. Like, literally, when you hear Friday come, the man, make sure the, cook, the food don't cook yesterday. That food not warming up in this house. We're not plugging in nothing. You check everything plug out. The Sabbath is boom. And they take that literally, right? I'm not going to say they're wrong for being that Oh, extreme. no. Yeah. Not you know, if, if, wrong. if that's, that's you choice. taking that because that is where your heart is and you think that this is the best way to approach it and you justify that your heart between God with the best intentions, do you? Do you, bro? But, like, I don't see the problem. Like, I, I, it's like, yeah, and I don't like the story you were telling. I, I, I vaguely know it, but I think the idea that we're supposed to get from it, I know the conclusion was. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I said not, that it's wrong, but the, 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 the story. I don't know how wrong you said it. I, I really don't know because, like, I haven't heard that story in like a minute. So I'm uh, really right? not sure of the facts of it. But I know what I know for sure is that the outcome is like, bro, if the ox fall along in a hole too, it's not like you shouldn't help it. Like yeah. you're really gonna leave the ox in the hole. You really gonna leave the ox in the hole so you can dead rain could come and you drown and dead, you know? Like literally over out. the side. That's wickedness. Like that's 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 not Hot logical sun, behavior. Taking a hole, dying. Come on. This year man need help because it's on the Sabbath. You can say to him, you gotta help him. I'm not gonna help him, that's work. No, that's, like bro, you're stupid. use logics, like it's <laughs> just telling you, take it easy, guys. Yeah, Don't like this overwork. is the idea for the Sabbath. This is what I designed this day for. Obviously, I also created something called life, where in life, shit happens. And right. we all know that. So I don't expect you to be like, because then that just, that's not Christianity. That's not, that's not God's love. You know? You're just blindly being stupid. Just, yeah. And I'm like, bro, and bro, I, bro, people piss me up. I fed up. <laughs> I fed up. No, because they really be thinking that, yo, being an Adventist is hard and it's tough and it's so strict. I'm just like, nah, son. It's nah, pretty son. it's pretty fun. And it's 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 rewarding. Because at the end of it, I don't even I lose fully sleep. <laughs> I don't. I fully know at this day is a day that I can say, bro, I gave it to God, you know? When I do like, so when, when you all you know when you all do your laundry and, sh- and cook and like bro, we just cook on Friday and we just don't relax the whole of Saturday. Bro, who wants to cook on a Saturday when you could be relaxing all day? Yeah, like we try, and then even if we, we do a laundry on, on Sunday or Friday, one of the, the two. Exactly, <laughs> we like we literally the the goal of Sabbath is you try and do everything you need to in the week so that you have the Saturday off. Just relax. You prepare for the Sabbath, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like in the Bible, God when He was um providing manna for the ch- the children of Israel, I think uh, that's when they were out in the desert after they left Egypt. Egypt, yeah. My boy, literally, sent them manna every day. Right, except on Saturday, he sent them six days a week. Right, so from Sunday, the boy sent manna, and the boy said he was the rule for the manna. Mind you, this is just this this food falling out the sky that every morning they wake up the food on the you ground. Check so they um, biscuits it, right? that taste like honey. Yeah, literally, right. And that was the food God was providing. He said, "Hey, I'm going to provide this for you six days out of the week. Right, every day, y'all get it. Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday." Only take what you need for that day because anything you take extra, if you get greedy with it, it's going to spoil and get maggots. maggots. So you only should take for one day, right? And on the sixth day, which is Friday, when God said, boom, on on this day, when I send you a manna, tomorrow is Sabbath. So I'm making sure this manna is going to be, it's going to stay for longer. So when, I, when you collect on Friday, collect for Friday and Saturday so that you don't have to collect on Saturday because I'm not sending on because we're all chilling on Saturday. And literally the manna did not go bad 
and the some mother. hard and whole people say, eh, too much work, boy, I'm just going to take for today one. Literally. Guess and what? they starve. Hungry belly. Hungry. Get hungry. Yes. Fall yes. up. A beg. Poop. Can't don't up. Belch, belch. And just, what's for dinner? Wind pie. Literally. Because <laughs> like, who don't hear will feel. And literally, look how un- look, God literally said, hey, bro, this is what it is. And people, st- that's, that's, that's another thing I've come to conclude as well. It don't matter what you say. It don't matter who you talk to. It don't matter what you represent, the good you do. None of that really matters because literally, it literally all rolls back to that one thing that God gave us the power of and it's the power of choice. Because that's literally what it comes down to. Because we can preach all this and tell y'all how much it don't make sense, but y'all still have to choose what y'all are going to do with that information. A lot of people can say, look at them. Oh, they just, you know, just talking this shit. I'm not trying to see the value of what we're saying. Literally. We're not telling which... y'all to go do anything or come believe in our religion. I'm just saying. It don't make sense in, a, in the slightest. How we think, how, how we yeah. operate. Like, like this how is we the looked insight. At, we're looked on <laughs> as some rare beasts. Like, oh, like the weirdos, you know? They come with this way and then they think this and da, 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 da. And I'm bro, like, bro. My nah. church, to me, is one of the realest churches out there. I could be wrong. They still have some a bunch of shit that goes on in my church that I probably don't want to talk about, right? That probably doing some christian like right <laughs> but like at the end of the day they're they're open not everybody so don't get the wrong idea the majority mm-hmm. of, of of people like that in charge of things they're open to growth they're open yeah. to what the young kids are like into and to relate with them because they realize yo the kids are actually really the future if they don't come to church it's just old people with their old ways so they really like try to no understand. Yeah, they really try to understand what these kids be doing and try to get them involved and stuff, right? But I remember this one time, a pastor came to our church, right? And he tried to use the Bible to control us in some weird way. He was just like, oh, females can't wear such and such a clothes in church. They have to have their hair like this, because this is godly. And the whole church was just like, Okay. Everybody lean back in the chair and just listening like, okay, he preaching a message, but he's saying some shit that does not, you know, mm. correspond with what the Bible is saying. He's 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 putting his own words and pushing it like his, if it's it the makes Bible. His own agenda and his own. You check? So now they're listening to him and they make him preach for a good month, let him get his, his stuff in. And then afterwards, they just say, no, nah, had enough. We don't want you here no more. And he's like, y'all can't kick me out. <laughs> you thought. And this man doing his own thing, coming every other Saturday and preaching and doing his own thing. And we are just like, bro, all of us read this Bible on a daily. We talk like if, bro, you should hear my church people talk about the Bible. They talk about it so vividly. It's like, like how, news. Yeah, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and and like they, always put, they always put spins on it, making it seem like, yo, just imagine God walked down the road today. And they always do it like, that's where I get my stories, my story style from. Church people, they be sick. <laughs> Right? And they really put this pastor man in his place and this pastor man went to go um, argue with the with the mission, right? What do you call them Lee Word? Yeah. And saying that all oh, the church people are so hard and, and they're so hard to work with. And one day they sent somebody, a representative, to like sitting on a church while he preaching. And then man's like, Yeah, he's talking shit. <laughs> right and you could tell the church people just they're not having it but they're listening to the word but they, you can see in their face that they're over this and i think the second saturday afterwards he, he had to leave and the, the a couple pastors came and apologized and 
you know, we just had a good time after that. And this, they gave us a decent pasta afterwards. And, you know, every time this man sees us, he pretend like if we we all left on good terms. As well, he's, a, he's a servant, public servant, you know, the man have to keep keep the smile of Jesus on his face. But it's not yeah, like the if they hate him or anything now. They just nah, they can't just believe that he yeah, really, yeah. and he trying to control, and then when he done, he rattles out and all kind of thing now. All he had to do was peacefully leave, actual transfer. But, like, he couldn't, I don't know if he, he, he succeeded in his last church on doing his thing, but he couldn't have his own way in our church. Because we were following the book to the T. <laughs> This man's talking about you have to wear whatever, whatever. I'm just like, but the Bible said, come as you are. If you don't have no clothes or this is what you have, you wear what you have. Exactly. That's what it was. Like, if this is what you have and this is what you can pay in tides, that's what you pay. You can't ask for more. What is this? Yeah, you like, pay what yeah. you can. That man keep it literal. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's another thing. Like, that's why it's important for you to do your own grounding. You need to know what the books say. Because not everybody that gets up in front of you and preach has the truth just because they're preaching and not everybody in church righteous no and the thing is oh on that point why is it y'all expect church to be any different from the world you know the only thing that the reason that we go to church is because we are all of the world and we're trying to escape that so of course sin is going to be in the church because sin is in us and we are in church right the reason we're there is because this sin that we go through on a, on, on a weekly basis, we're here because, yo, we want to do better, right? And we go, we are going to fall short. David falls short. I, we went through that, right? All these, all these great people that did great things and are going to be rewarded for the great things they did by God, they all still sin. They all still did this. They all still did that. They all preach one thing. And maybe on the side did the opposite of what they were preaching. What you call that? Hypocrisy, right? What did that stop? What did that end? And then it's the, it's with that whole view too that we look at, at people in church who sin. And we're like, oh, look at that person. Look how they think they're so good and blah, 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 blah. But when they I go home, they're doing church, that. When, and, exactly. then, and then here's what follows. Oh, because that person is at church, I don't want to go to church anymore. Because church is full of hypocrites. What that person have to do oh, with you? Bro. <laughs> What does that have to do with, oh, I don't want to be in a place where I feel judged? Why are you caring about what you feel? Like, yeah, I get you don't. Obviously. You're not there for the people. You're there for your yes. growth. And, like, you know. It's like, clearly, you didn't really want to be here in the first place. Because if that is what you let hold you back, then clearly you don't That's see the benefits. Or you don't see the, the, the benefits in going through that. If people around you are hypocrites, even better. Because guess what? Hypocrites are the best people to learn from. And that's something I stick with. Hypocrites mm. are the best people in this world to learn from. That's an exclusive uh, remark for me because literally a hypocrite is a person who preaches one thing and then does what they said not Bro, to do, right? I know. Isn't that a walking example? If this person I was talking about, oh, you shouldn't have sex out of marriage and then they ought to have sex out of marriage and then, then go and then breed for somebody and have a whole bunch of problems after they were the same ones preaching that. Literally, they were the message and the example. <laughs> what more you want? That's a Bro. full like that's a whole experience, right? They walk in front of you. So and ooh, you look at that on like the Bible oh, I, was right. Bro. <laughs> literally, bro. That's bro. 
And it's just a way, like, what is wrong with our attitudes as people? Why is it that that is enough to literally, we didn't want God that bad. We didn't want the message that bad. We were just, we were just trying to put on a facade to fool it ourselves was a and people. You're not fooling nobody. It's like, yes, you come with excuse. Literally, there should be no excuse for you wanting better. Bro, and I know some people who think that people can't change. Like, yeah, this man used to cuss and this man used to do all this kind of thing. And he just was a menace. And this man found Jesus now. And then said, wow. I didn't know this was out there. And he's like, this makes sense. Ooh. And he convert. Mm-hmm. You know, people still holding him to all this. Me can't listen to he preach, man. Literally. He used to do this or that. You hear that? Back in used the day, to. he do for my auntie this. And man, she do change. this. And exactly. Literally, you know, the main thing that makes us human is our ability to adapt and to change. And if there was no you know? change, if there was no change, if it wasn't possible for humans, we would still be living in caves. We would still be primitive beings. There's one thing, though, for sure, that I hate, and I use hate loosely about Adventist people, is when they push their religion on people. In, I tried... in a way that doesn't leave room for what they think. Yeah. It's like a, a close, like, nope, this is the fact. I'm shoving and I'm it down your throat yeah. and take it. I don't want to hear nothing. You have to say no, ask no questions. No, just understand this is the way. They themselves don't even know the way, but they're pushing it down your throat. And expecting you to just wholeheartedly, blindly just follow. Just pop up and be like, yeah. Because there was a point in time when I was like, yo, go church, go church, go church. I'm just like, I understand the importance of church and why you want Mm -hmm. to, whatever, whatever. But you have to, at this point, I'm at at an age where you have to at least let me decide or want to come to church. Because if you keep pushing me at this age when I'm trying to figure things out, you're only and gonna push you, me away. You're gonna poison the whole idea of everything church to that me. you worked up to. You're just gonna just make it ill on my tongue. No, I have you know. Mm-hmm. And I I tell him, hey, I get it. Your rules, your house, but let me let me figure it out. Let me develop that love. Let me develop that friendship with God. Let me create I was, that relationship. I was born you know? into the Christianity, right? In Christianity, that religion, everything I know was there. Yeah. They found God on them by themselves on their own, with their own they experiences. The world yeah. and they came to a conclusion and they said, "This, this is, is it. it." Yep. I can't have that experience because I was born in church. And I always find that those people are the strongest ones. The, strongest the people ones, who had the, the time to had the time to figure out the boom, world, boom, 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 see boom. it, yeah. gain the experience, and then find God on their own. And I feel yeah. like those people, I'm not going to say everybody who's born in church don't have that conviction, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying the ones who find them outside, they're on a different game. They're on a different motive. They fade, be built different. Mm. Me, like like that, that thing your dad said too the other day when um when you, bought, when you brought up the whole thing about traveling. But you can finish your point and then you can hop on that. Yeah. So I'm just like, you can't, you, you can't push your religion on somebody. So... They had this one guy at Adventist. Um, he used to wear like a, I don't know if everyone know him. I don't know his name, but he used to keep his beard long, and his sideburns curly, and he used to always wear this black suit and a hat. So I was like, yo, is this man a um, Muslim or something? Or a Jewish, a Jewish? Or Jewish or something? Yeah. And he said he just walk around and have regular conversations with Rasta people and and Muslims and and Jewish folks and stuff. And they never looked at him saying he's a Christian. He's preaching God. They mm-hmm. accepted him based on how he looked. And he have them conversations with them. And he's slowly able to, you know, just sneak in God here and God there. And they're like, oh. And now they unintentionally was open to a new possibility, a new world. Like, 
oh that's all you know and then they realized wait you're seven adventures and i was like yeah i was like i didn't know you cool man and he didn't push it on them he listened they approach he talked mm-hmm. and it's just a casual conversation <laughs> and because right. he's yep. such he's such in love with the gospel the 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 you know the whole it shines through him yeah you can see that yo this is a different man and he just slip it in there and you just take it in and just like i like what he's saying and he reached so many people that way instead of the person who'd be like oh you eat pork uh-huh. don't eat pork because god say no yeah. no i hear you god say and you know what else because i'm see the other day and god don't like that because you go go hell mm-hmm. who are you man who let me let me that? just don't don't be calling on my sins don't be judging me i love you up you know? me. yeah bro that same pastor that, that um the church didn't like this one time right um as a cousin of mine um she had a kid outside of marriage what i'm not calling her names Right, she had a kid outside of marriage, mm-hmm. and she she said she she was literally was planning to get married and everything, you know, but guess the um, picnic happened before the marriage, right? Because she was engaging stuff to this person, right? And yeah, passed the fine out, and she didn't go to church for like a while because I don't know if she just was dodging the church people or she just had other things to do and she wasn't in the mood, right? The pastor fine out, and this man saw in traffic one day say, sister. I know I didn't see you in church the other day, but um, what's that word that people usually get read out of the church? It's not excommunication. That's that's serious. I, with the... yeah, I just I just know it was reading out of the church. Yeah. Know. So basically, he telling her, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to read you out of the church because of and I, when my cousin told me that story, I was like, in traffic, you know how wild and embarrassing <laughs> I have to. That's out of pocket. He he took her business. That nobody even know how he knows. Literally, because she never tell you. Brought it to traffic in public and told her. She made a mistake and you can't do certain things in church and we have to read you out. And I think that was the church last straw. <laughs> yeah. Man said, nope, got to go. Yeah, this is, no. This man could have called to her house, talked to her family, found a discussion, waiting till she come to church and have a little talk afterwards or before or something. This man decided it was God's will for him to do it in that moment. Tell me, what was he hoping to gain? I was never going to see this girl again. So now that I have the opportunity, I'd have to tell her. Was he trying to hurt her, make her feel a type of way? What, what, what was the motive? That wasn't the move, you know? You know, it's one of those things where as people too, we have strengths and weaknesses, right? And not just because you feel like you want to serve means you have to be a pastor because being a pastor, it requires a lot of other skills that, that are more important than just your, you wanting to do something. Right. And I think that's important to take with us in life as well, because everybody's not, not everything is for everybody. You know? And in his situation, I can't tell you what he was thinking or what he wanted to come out of it. But all I know is that this man, he clearly did it in a way where he thought nothing of it, right? Because that's the only thing I can see. Yeah, him just being oblivious to the fact that this is not called, like this is out of pocket, right? And I realized throughout life, there's literally people who live life through their eyes and their eyes only. So because something makes sense to them means it must make sense for everybody else. Because something works this way for me it should work that way for everybody else too like they 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 have like a universal law principle to life 
mm-hmm. where every everything that is for them is for everybody else. And if you're not taking the, into consideration that everybody's literally different in every single way, yes, there's similarities between us all, the ways we work in society, all that stuff, but you can't work with people like that and expect it to work because that's how it would work on you, you know? He would have probably been okay with you pulling up in traffic and yelling at him and he's like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me, boss, you know, I move on. Maybe that's probably him. He would have been totally fine with that. And that's why he just did that. So I think he's just like a, a shitty, like um, people person. Yeah, it has sense. to be I think it, it has, has to be to that. Be. Because I would, I nah. He's just ignorant and not ignorant in the sense that he's just purposely out here trying to just close everything else and just say, this is what's right. And I'm going to stick to it regardless of what anybody else thinks. I think he's just so into like so much so proud in himself or he's just so confident in what he's accomplished as his own that whatever he thinks he he really thinks it's fact at this point in based off of experience you know but he that that sound like that sound like fighting <laughs> <laughs> nah for real but you remember that thing you wanted to say oh yeah so yeah no so like yeah people who end up finding god through their life you know doing whatever whatever they 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 walked the road they walked and it ended up they ended up at the end and the end was with jesus they have this different thing about them that nobody can take away from them like timon was telling me the other day about his dad and he basically mentioned that you know timon wants to travel timon wants to do this and this and that or whatever whatever and he was basically saying that he had a conversation with his dad once upon a time and the conversation was in like to him traveling, you know, saying, yeah, you know, duh, 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 we can travel, blah, blah. And I guess I could just let you tell the story from here because you experienced that firsthand. Yeah, apparently my dad don't like me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before I came to Canada, um, <clears throat> I was talking to my dad and stuff and um, we were trying to get our visas, my mom and my dad's visas sorted out. So when I graduated from school, because clearly they knew I was going to get graduated before me. I was like, they had faith in my knowledge. And I was just like, we'll see. <laughs> right? So he was just like, it's okay. You don't have to run about and do all this thing to get this visa. Because to be honest, I don't really see myself going anywhere. Right? So I was just like, mm-hmm, interesting. And then mom was just like, no, no, we're going to get our tickets and get things sorted out and go and see his graduation. And he's like, yeah, but I already seen his graduation here. And I was like, yeah. Because in my head, I'm just like, I don't want them to go out of their way to come to Canada to see my graduation and then spend some time and then come back. Because in my head, I'm just like, the money could have been used for anything else. I don't even myself don't want to go to the graduation. I already graduated from college once. It's overrated, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my dad was basically on the same like, wavelength. We just like, it's a hassle, like, bye, right? But then he was just like, yeah, I, I don't need to travel, man. And I kind of was sitting like, but yeah, afterwards and so, you know, we, sh- we should travel the world and see things because the world is too big for us to really just stay at one place, right? And I know my dad, when he grew up, he used to travel and go to Canada and New York and back and forth and stuff and all of it. So he did quite quite enough traveling in his time, right? Mm-hmm. He just didn't go all over the Western Hemisphere and stuff like that. That's where I want to go and explore. So while we having this conversation now, my dad's just like, nah, I don't need to see the, the things of this world because I have, I have a bigger vision. Because when I go to heaven, I'm going to see worlds, different worlds. But when he said it to me, it kind of hit me because I'm just like, bro, your faith that you're going to heaven, the fact that whatever is of this world can't even 
compared to what you Bro, will see. He's like, not he even knows. interested. He knows because sometimes so we be watching Animal Plants and Sun and Shine, and we be marveling at some of the things that we see on TV. I'm just like, wow, look at these are these creatures. And he's saying, your God is amazing. I'm just like, bro, he has to be, right? So we literally, the two of us geeking out on Animal Planet, watching all these things and thinking how sick this is, right? Yeah, yeah. And we think, yo, we have to see some of these places. And then this man's just like, yo, despite all them sick things out here, I don't want to see it. I guess I'm hyper, like way hyper than that. I'm just like, bro, bro, who is you? Like, I literally, when he said it, I had to pause because I'm just like, who does that? Who thinks Man, this? Literally <laughs> said, I don't need to see the things in this world now. I've seen enough. I'm content with what I've seen so far. But even though I have the ability to see more on earth, I don't need that right now. I can just wait till I die. And when I get to heaven, I can go see whatever the heck I want to see. Man, don't man is not even man is banking on the fact that when he gets to heaven, he will like he's making decisions today for his future in heaven, bro. That's some advanced planning, dog. That's some that's <laughs> not even but like what does it take? Like you have to know for sure, right? Bro, that's some you cannot tell me. You There's nobody can tell me that he has any doubt in his mind that he's not going to heaven. Or that I, there he, is a heaven, you know. He he living his life to With to make sure goal. he meet those criteria so he can get to that place. Literally, and that's on his. It's not agenda. like if it's not like if it's blind knowledge. It's, it's you know blind faith. No, if there is faith, and he does his research and he questions, and the things that he don't know, he just don't have the answers or anybody have the answers. He just have to have faith in that and wait until the um the information reveals itself. Mm-hmm. Because it will. Because if you think about it, back in the Bible days when God was just like sending these parables, saying, "Oh yo, this is the statue." That, that King Nebuchadnezzar had in his dream. Mm. This is blah, blah, blah of that regime in this century. And it came down to the feet of clay and steel. And that's the world that we live in today, the last period. And they're saying the world will never be under one dictatorship ever again because clay and, and steel can mix. So you can have weak nations, strong nations. Yeah, yeah. Nobody could understand that who was living in the head. They couldn't understand yeah. that parable. But as it came down, people was like, oh my goodness. I see what's that happening. one just happened. <laughs> We're in this section now. So I guess that's why Adventists be getting hype because they're like, yo, we in the end times. We had the Yeah, feet. they see because they follow in the, the you know thing like that. Yeah. And then it's just, but all that was to say, right? The purpose of that story I want someone to bring it up is literally someone's dad was not always in the church. Someone's dad lived his life the way he lived it. And he came to a point where this was what the decision he, he, he made. He made the decision to follow God, right? In that way. And it wasn't because someone pushed it on him. It wasn't because he, I don't know, if he was in a life and death situation, he said, okay, maybe if I, if I give my life to God, he'll maybe give me a second chance. I don't think it was anything. I think he accepted God willingly with the whole heart. And his life before Christ is what helped his life with Christ, you know? Because he had all those parallels to draw from and everything. And then at the end of it, it's people like him. I'm like, not to say, like, again, not to say that people who are born into this thing, you know, they don't have the same connection and conviction and all that stuff. But it's like things like that that you look at and you're just like, bro, that is what I want. I yeah, want I to have that type that of connection where own. there are no questions asked. I know for sure. Because honestly, 
as strong as I, as much as I know, as much as I, I think about, I really have a lot of doubts in certain things because I don't have the answer, right? And as human beings, we literally live our lives searching for answers. That's what we want. We always want to know something. And then when we get to know that thing, we want to know how to achieve it, right? So it's, it that's works. another thing we want to know, you know, how it works and whatever. And then when it comes to, 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 rea- to not reality, um, to religion and stuff like that, there's a lot that we can't get real answers to. And then we're forced to let our our, um, imagination, imagination, you know, craft these things that we're trying to, you know, make sense of, trying to bring it into the terms that we can comprehend, right? And it's it's like, yeah, I have my doubts. I have my, like, for example, one thing I doubt a lot, for for example, is the story of Job, right? Basically, Job was a, a, um, a man of God and he was a wealthy man. He had everything, right? And Satan pulled up on God one day and was like, yo, this this your boy, Job? And God was like, yeah, that's my boy. You know, day one, we've been riding. You know, we've been out here, right? And Satan was like, mm, how loyal do you think he really is to you? And God was like, he is, he's as loyal as loyal comes. And Satan was like, all right, well, I bet you I can make this guy fold. And God was like, I bet you can't. And basically, that's how it went. Satan went down and the boy just caused he's he, basically the rule was you can do anything to him except take his life right and my boy went down and my boy took everything from my man he lost all his children lost all his livestock all his riches all his wealth everything god uh, it came to the last straw where it was just him and his wife left and his wife literally turned to him and said why don't you just curse god and die and in that moment job despite everything Job went through and was like, nah, how could I ever, you know, as much as I've lost, I still have so much to gain because of God, right? And, you know, he proved himself real loyal to God, right? And I look at that, and I'm like, okay, so that's the point I have to get to, right? I'm confident that, that Timon's dad is pretty close to that point, right? But I don't see myself ever getting close to that because I don't see myself, I wouldn't be okay with losing any of the things that okay maybe you know like maybe i could lose my my property and my whatever whatever but then i feel like i would have buckled and, and crashed at the family Bro, part man lost his kids like i'm, I'm not cussing. like because in my head i'm like i really serve you and you really let this happen to me boss you know and that's the human in me that wants to focus on the anger you know it's like i know i'm going to feel a certain way and my emotions are going to come and guide me in this way and i'm going to end up reacting in a way that yeah, in that situation, if you put me, Evron Williams, in that situation, I would definitely cause God and, and and probably die because I know I'm not. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable. Of. I don't think I'm at that point to be able to do that, right? And I doubt, like, and then just the human in me because I I see that I'm like, okay, but like, God, that's kind of messed up. Like, if you really loved me, like, why would you do that to me? And I know whenever we go through things as humans too, it's easy to take that approach. When my grandma, my grandmother fell and broke her leg, right? Long story short, due to negligence and a bunch of stuff at the hospital, her simple broken leg, she died from it, right? And I look at that and I'm like, bro, how could this happen? This was like the greatest woman. This is the woman who gave all of this, you know, and just for her to go out this way, like God can't care about her, blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. And that's, that's, the, that's the stance I want to take out of a place of anger and hurt. And given Job in that situation, if I would, if all I lost is my grandmother, who 
yes she was all these things but she 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 i mean she lived a good life all these things she she you know she went peacefully in a sense but like as 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 all the good adds up it's still not enough and i feel like i want to be at the point where despite all the wrong i can look back and be like you know what it's fine because i know what is coming is going to be better than what i have now like i i find it hard to take that stance and i feel like without that stance we can't really or we won't truly be like ready you know to to move on to like you know when when god comes and stuff like that and yeah just the human image just has me real split up about that because i'm like yeah ratings to to job you know he's strong for real he really did that i look up to him and i'm like yo want to be like job but then i'm like bro God, why you had to let that happen to him, you know? Check what and the kid's little sh- wife did. They didn't have enough bro. faith or conviction. Like, check. I'm like, in my head, literally, it's like two ways to look at it. It's like, yeah, despite this one, it's like, yeah, Job is the G because he actually held true. Or And the second one is, yo, God has a messed up way of proving a point. <laughs> you check. know? Satan like, say, hey, let me torture your, your disciple, your faithful disciple, because he only loved you because you gave him all these things. You gave him all these things, yeah. And then God's like, all right, do what you want with him. Just don't kill him. And the devil's just like, sailors. Man went to work. And the man took everything. Crops, animals, land, house, health, kids, wife. And I'm just Just like, like boom, boom, boom. Was everybody, like, suppose the man decided, let me just kill a nation around him. Would that be okay? You know? I mean. How far was that? Was the, the head, like. Clearly, the hedge of protection was on his life around him, but was it? Yeah. How far could the devil have gone with it? Was it only bound to his family where the torture right. could happen? And why wasn't his kids protected? His family protected? Like, yeah, maybe he got a new kid, a new wife, and he got yeah, he got new kids. guys, new family. He got everything back tenfold, like everything he had before. If he was a millionaire when he died, that's why he came back with billions. You know. So uh, in my head, I'm just like. But like those kids though, like, but the, yeah, mean, it doesn't replace they, them, you know. They, they the human die. part of me, yeah. <laughs> they did the die in faith, me, yeah. and then they went to, you know, they just did like the end. Like what questions? Yeah, but we don't yeah. have those kind of answers because there was a story and a message, and mm-hmm. some people take the wrong message. Yeah, you have two messages, and you know the God that we serve, and it depends on how you view Him. I view Him as a God of love, regardless as to what He does, and mercy, definitely. Even if things don't go my way, my gra- I prayed like hell for my grandmother to be fine, literally, and she still died. I could have literally took that position and be like, God don't care about me, right? But then when you think about all the good that He's done before that, she, everybody literally has to go. I just wasn't ready for her to go. That's literally all it was, right? And it's it's like we take everything else and and just dash it away because of our personal feelings, the way we, we take to it as and and that is part of being human. And that is where God is even saying, Bro, I'm still here for you. I'm never leaving you. No matter how hard it gets for you, I'm literally still here. And just because our will wasn't God's will, we use that as hate and ammunition against him. And against others, I mean, and poisoning others against him too. And I'm like, you know, it's like, how will we really be judged in the end? That's how I know because because I took that stance in the end doesn't mean I didn't love God. Mm. It just means the pain was too much for me to bear in that sense. I just wasn't strong enough at that given time. So how is God going to look at that? Is he going to look at, now? Nah, you failed me so book? Because I know he ain't going to do that. He ain't no hard, cold, you know? He's really out here just for our hearts, you know? That test, right? Because, you know, God always says, like, he, God doesn't give you anything that he knows that he can't bear yeah. or overcome. 
So mm-hmm. it's either your choice and decisions that make you overcome it or not, because you yeah. had the strength to. You had the strength. I used to, all... I used to always use that to like justify why certain things happen, because I'm just like, maybe God sent this man this test that caused him to die, but he died in Christ or died in the faith, mm-hmm. right? Knowing that if he probably lived longer than this moment, he'd he would probably mess up later, mess up later, and then cause more people to to, to lose the yeah, faith, or you know, it's a domino effect for the wrong reasons and he's like this is you know but i'm just like god wouldn't be that one or maniacal to be like all right this is him at his best this is him doing my work the right way and if he goes on anymore on the, after this point he's just gonna undo all the hard work that me and you did mm-hmm. i don't think god is just gonna take that because then in a sense he's not giving you a choice he's yeah. just using you as pawns for his advancement of his you know and i don't think yeah. god is that maniacal so no. I, I had to take that thought on my head and just be like, yo, life, somebody made a choice. I made a choice. Things happen, you know, and it's all the time. It's not our choice. Some people could genuinely make a mistake yep. that leads or cause to this thing. And That's you true. want me to, I think somewhere in the Bible too, it was saying that God was saying, if you think it, you committed the crime or the sin. So you don't have to physically do it. But if your mind is in a place, it's like, if I if I say I'm going to murder this person or 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 just kick this person for no good reasons, just commit a sin, right? I plan it out, premeditated, I committed that murder because now I'm committed to doing the thing, the act. I've committed the sin even before I've done it, right? Mm-hmm. So you had me thinking back to... uh back to a story it had me thinking back to a story where god caused the man to sin in a sense because god said hey i want you i want you to go up to um to this hill and i want you to sacrifice your son mm-hmm. and this man went up there contemplating everything and he went up there to kill his son the man committed a sin a murder to sacrifice for god so in my head, I'm like, did God instigate this murder? Did God cause him to <laughs> sin just to make sure that he was going to follow his rules? And then just before he plunged the knife in the man's throat, no, an angel came down and stopped him. I said, hey, good job. <laughs> but there's a lamb over there that you can sacrifice instead. This man had to go through trauma. Mm-hmm. His son I'm had to watch that too. trauma. Just so God can say, you're a real one. And in my head, I'm just like, I don't know how to really say, God, I forgive you for that, Anna. But it had me thinking, why? But there was something else that I was totally missing. I was looking at it from one way, but God just letting mm-hmm. this man know that, hey, yes, you had that much faith in me. Now I'm going to reward you. Yep. Um, yep. You, 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 you've passed the test. You've shown God stopped him that you're from more committing. than capable. God stopped it because God never pushed you too far, dog. God is not going to tell you to sin, but he will push you to the limits and still give you that choice. You could say, yo, I'm not doing it. And God could still give you a reward saying, well, you're smart. You know, you looked at it that way and you weren't going to kill your son for no good it's, reason. It's all about the heart. It's not about the, 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 it's about our intent. You think this, you think that man didn't love his son? I love the son. It's like, and then now I, he, and then we never looking at it this way. Isaac looking at, at this man. Like he gonna kill him, but now when he realized, when he gets a little older, that yo, this man has so much faith in God that he was willing to give me up, and I know how much he loves me, bro. 
the his like his wife was trying to have Literally. a child. She couldn't and even give him a son. Get one. And she said, you know what, take my handmaiden. And the man yeah. had to sleep with the handmaid so you can get his son. And God's like, yo, I told you I was going to give you a son, dog. Just chill. And then she yeah. finally gave him a son. And then God said, yeah, kill him. <laughs> and he was like, bro, my wife for years been trying to have a son. She finally has one. And God's telling me to kill him. God gave me this son. I guess he could take it away and give me another. And the boy listened to what God said. A lot of people wouldn't even. They would say, all right, God. I'm not no, done right there. They was like, yeah, that's my son. And guess what? The son could have died anyways. Yeah, could have get some illness and then died anyways. And he's just like, whoa. Hmm. The blessing could have been his son lived past the moment of like, he could have been yeah. dead two years ago, but now he's living until he's like 60. Like, it, like we it don't know. Has, it goes we it don't know. Could, we really don't we, know. It could have gone either way. We just have to have faith sometimes. But then Isaac, uh, but his son, his son literally came and was such a great like leader and everything. And I feel like the example his dad sets in that moment that lived with him forever because forever. he's not looking at it as his dad really didn't care about him that much. So he was willing to get, it was like this man really believed in, in the God that we serve that much because I wouldn't be able to do that, you know? And I feel like he just, you know, just made it what it was and used that in, he used it proactively. Why do we always take whatever we we're faced with and pull the negative aspect from it? Why the lessons we always learn have to be on the negative side of the spectrum? You know, why don't we strive to, to, to analyze things more from the positive view? You know, like, why is that our go-to? You know why it's our go-to? Because sin. Sin and sin alone corrupts and literally just guides us to where we are. And then we end up in a place where we're just arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes to one where I, I, I'm trying to be positive and you're just seeing the negative or... I'm trying to push this agenda and it's just becoming harder and harder to make things out to people. Like at this point, there's certain people that I cannot justify the things that have happened under the name of Christianity to. I don't see the point. I don't see how I can ever convince this person over given the experience that they had. So like, what, what's the point? Right. And that's just what it is, but we just can't give up. And I'm not saying I'm a missionary out here in these streets all over, but my friends know that I, you know, if if whenever there's this conversations, whenever there's stuff and I'm wishing beliefs and, and thoughts and ideology and stuff like that, I stick to what I, I know and I stick to what I believe. And I try and I, I live my life with the positivity on all, you know, whatever story or conclusion I took from, from life or from the Bible, whatever. I take it and I just try and live on the positive side of the line. You know, I don't hate God for taking my grandma. I hate the fact that she's gone. But mm. guess what? I just have to live with that because that's literally a part of life, right? I could choose and I can and I take that and I just focus on all the good she left me, all the good times we had, all the lessons she taught me. If I was in if I'm going to make a, a decision tomorrow, I literally think, yo, if I asked her for advice in the situation, what would she say? You know, stuff like that. You know, you take all the positive and go from, but people be taking on the negative. Oh, I hate God, don't want to see nothing with church and God, out of anger. And I'm like, Literally, that's the reason God died for us, to, to remove that anger or to give us a, a, a way out. It's like, you don't have to be angry. You don't have to stay hurt, you know? Boom, boom, boom. I've, I've provided this wave out for you and all that. So it's like, bro, the world is just hard. <laughs> the world is tough and we just living in it. And Amen. we just got to stick to Preach what we know. It, and just, bro, we just got to share that, you know, just whatever it is, man. 
just stay positive share that information and always just take everything with a grain of salt and focus on the positive side of things literally there's too much negativity for us to just program to focus on negativity guys you heard it from reverend ron and he couldn't have said it better man Jeez, I like reverend ron hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but like for sure man this was a good discussion today man we've been all over the place but like i hope you guys like took something from it viewed for life sure. a little differently see things how we see things yeah with open eyes man. open eyes man don't take everything too serious like nothing needs to be serious as serious as y'all be taking stuff yeah you know? and and um, rest rest rest, rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so yeah that's just us me and Timon. you know like we said we grew up in this so that's why if you think we know a lot we're not claiming to know a lot we're claiming to just know what we're talking about or have yeah. an idea you know have an idea. This, is, this is our other uh, opinions of how we really view things yeah and it, it's, it's crazy because like when i realized how everyone was thinking about certain things i was just like bro that's how i see things too all right and then i'm just like how come nobody else be seeing shit like this yeah like, how, like it's still like a foreign concept you know yeah i'm, but, I'm yeah. as far as it's on people i'm just like we can't be the only enigmas out here you no. know so definitely i know there's lots of y'all out there and lots of y'all who are listeners, you know, y'all are pretty chill people. Those I know personally. So kudos to y'all. Thanks for listening again. And uh, anything else to say to me? Uh, bye. All right, guys. <laughs> so peace, guys. Y'all have a good week. Hope this uh, podcast finds you well. And we're looking forward to provide more content for you as we go along. So you guys I'm have sure. a good one. Bye. Later.